I don't care if you subscribe to the Coronavirus Delta Plus. This is Black and Black Times Infinity. I am your host, your boy Blue, coming to you live straight from the digital world of the internet. Now I'm actually over in uh in this, in Hayward. Uh but on my far left, mix it up on the ones and twos, Kronos. Y'all ready for the lockdown part two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh far right of my screen, it's the oldest ninja in the world. Old ninja. I just want to know who approved season two of COVID nineteen. Like who's, <laughs> who's responsible for this? For real? Oh my god! Part, season one sucked. Yeah. yeah. Season two is just getting into high gear. Ah, uh, here we are back at it again, guys. Yeah, so is COVID. Yeah. <laughs> We're all bad. For real? That's all bad. We're at uh, worse numbers today than we were this same time last year. It's amazing. Not oh the, the deaths. No, actually, it might be the same amount of deaths too. I don't know. So it didn't start getting really crazy until like holiday season. But we're we we have more confirmed cases of COVID right now than we did last year by a lot. And this is <laughs> and most of these are the the Delta variant, right? Yeah, that's what I most can... people are kind of assuming. But yeah, yeah, it's mostly Delta variants. So yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted. I wonder if Disney's behind this because we had Loki came out and we had the different variants. Now you have all these different COVID variants. Are they just trying to get no. some re-advertising? <laughs> no, we talked about this before. It was yeah. Barry Allen. He went to the timeline and and Marty McFly at the same time. So Marty fucked his mom and Barry went back in time again. Well, so. I, I, I think also Loki, well, I guess... Fucked himself? <laughs> in, in a way. Oh, he did. He <laughs> fucked it. Yeah, you know, he hey, fucked. He did fuck himself. I'm sticking to it. I think it's enchantress. I don't give a fuck what nobody says, including mm-hmm. Devil Tank. I'm just saying. He, he, does, he doesn't Loki. think that. He doesn't think that it's uh, enchantress. Thinks that it's some new character, but I'm sticking with it. It's enchantress. Loki. She even says it. I'm not one of you. What else do we have? What the uh, the Scarlet Witch? She didn't. Yeah, but her stuff's kind of localized. She didn't mess with time. I mean, she. We will see her in the multiverse of madness. But yeah, I guess anyway. that kind of ties off to Loki. Uh, all right, we got well, stats. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes, we do we have stats. But now I got a bullshit figure. I was ill prepared for the stats. Oh yeah. Um, actually, um, I, I got it. Uh, uh, the listener of the week would be eh, eh. <laughs> Literally, what the Did person? Eh? Yeah, listened to a shitload of times. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. If you looked up a shit and a load, it'd be that number. <laughs> um, and first in the chat, well, we don't know yet because YouTube's all fucking weird, and I gotta click on three different things to get to the actual chat room. And now I'm in, and nobody has chatted yet. But we're late. Oh. It's because hey, we're late this time because uh, OBS decided that it was a mandatory update and upgrade, so I had to wait for a little while <laughs> to update. And we're kind of a little bit late anyway. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, so we have one RIP. RIP. Um, this is uh, Jay Pickett from General Hospital. Um, he was filming a Western movie called Treasure Valley. Apparently, during one of the scenes, he kind of doubled over. Uh, he was a he was the lead in the film. He's a writer, producer, and creator of the film. Um, in, however. Uh, official uh, postings of his death have not been posted. Uh, it's being assumed that he died due to a heart attack, but it's not been confirmed. Uh, he was 60 years old. This guy does not look 60, actually. 
but uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's been in NCIS. He's been in Desperate Housewives, Dexter, The Mentalist, Rosewood. He's done a lot of stuff, but he doesn't look 60 at all. But RIP to Jay. Hey. All right. Well, gentlemen, where do you want to go first? I mean, we got a. There's some interesting topics on here. Um, so one of them we got to skip until uh, Prodigy shows up. Which one? I. Oh, <laughs> Black, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. yeah we gotta go. <laughs> you ain't got no convincing uh, arguments. What's yeah, up? True. I say he, he, well, doesn't, he doesn't have any convincing arguments. Well, yeah, but use, last last when uh, when we got the first opening weekend numbers, he didn't say anything. He, he said, said sure. Yeah, that's it. He refused to he refused to concede, but now he feels like he's been vindicated. So we'll wait till he he shows up. So. When, was, when we first talked about it, he was like a man with terrible, you know, what do you call him? Damn hemorrhoids. He was all butt hurt. Oh, it <laughs> was all so bad. Damn. Okay. I said what I uh, said. Okay. That's <laughs> what I said. Uh, I guess I want to talk about... I, I know Odin just added this to the list, but I think this is a pretty fucking cool, hot topic. About the, the PS5. Yeah, the PS5 has announced that uh, there's... Up, you can upgrade your storage ability now. And uh, they released uh, their... Cheers. It's weird to me, but they released their partnership with uh, Seagate, and there's going to be three different types of drives, or three different capacities. So I guess there's going to be a a one terabyte, a two terabyte, and a four terabyte. There's a half terabyte too. There's a five hundred gig. Oh wait, there's a five hundred gig. That'll work as well. Why would you? Why would you want a five hundred gig? <laughs> I think well, it will hold you'll, three you'll, games. You'll know why in a second. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you have a shit ton of money, if you can pay for two more PlayStations, that's what you need to get the four terabyte expansion. It's more than two PlayStations. It's like three. Three. It's, I only saw that it was like. A... Oh, we lost them. So Ooh. hold on, I gotta pull it back up. But it's if when I saw it was fifteen hundred dollars. The one yeah. I saw was only a th- was nine hundred and ninety nine. I guess it depends on the vendor. But uh, the the one I saw was a thousand for four terabytes. It is, I believe, two hundred and forty for two terabytes or something like that. Well, it's like the or, it's, it's the new Fire Cuda. I think it's the five thirty or some shit like that. Hold on. Something like that. Yeah. No, oh, we have it posted. It is. Yeah. Uh, yes, the Fire Cuda five thirty. Yeah. Five thirty series. Gen four SSD. Oh, sorry. It's a little over a thousand dollars, so that's that's still more than double the price. Yeah, get, get the heatsink. Yeah, the the four terabyte with a heatsink is a little over a thousand dollars. So uh, I called it. I told y'all when the PS Five first came out. I said when they're going to have ex- expansions. Once I first like broke down the architecture of the SSD that's in this thing, I was like, when there's going to be hard drives, hard drives that come out, it's going to be more than the fucking PlayStation. And people were just like, I don't know. I'm like, hmm, I fucking know. Like, it's... For a 4 terabyte, it's more than the cost of the PlayStation. So, a 1 terabyte isn't so bad. It's around... It's a little less than the cost. It's, uh... It's like 220? Yeah, well, if I... It's two... Yeah. Around Roughly? There. Yeah. Yeah, still, I guess it depends. Shit's fucking pricey. So, I mean... Yeah, it's... So, when the Xbox Series X dropped, literally three weeks after it dropped, they released a... They released a expansion... 
and it's roughly it was at the time because I actually posted it to the group. It was one terabyte slot expansion. It was two hundred and twenty bucks at the most. There are some places that were selling it for two ten. Average spot was two fifteen, and um, the biggest thing people have been talking about is like the difference between the two consoles is that with the Xbox you just slot it in. There's a slot you just push the drive in. With the PS5 you have to literally take it apart. You have to take it apart, okay. remove a bunch of stuff, and you got to remove the covers and then slot the the expansion in, put it back together. So I went on to um, I went on to game uh, gamerent.com uh, and I looked up. Um, Top top ten highest uh, hard drive space required games. I'm just gonna read out the top the top I, I five. Know what the top one probably is. <laughs> yeah. So so number one. Oh, actually, I'll start with number five. We'll go down the list. Uh, number five. It's actually Mortal Kombat 11 with 84 gigs requirement for that game. Hmm. Uh, number two. Or no, sorry. Number four is NBA 2K21, which is 96 gigs. Hmm. Uh, number three is Destiny 2 with 101 gigs. Right. Uh, Hitman 3 is 105 gigs. Why? And, and the number one game is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War with 225.3 gigs of space required for that game. Yep. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. That's, that's, that's a lot of fucking gigs. Damn. Yeah. That's why I kept complaining about that fucking game because it's so... It's, it's too large. There's no reason for it to be... It's not that complicated of a fucking game. You know, what I mean, it's not graphically that that intensive. Um, yeah, they have different maps, but the map maps aren't that fucking big. You know, so and, it, and it's been that way, and it, it's been steadily getting more and more bloat since the game came out. Because the, the the coders that code that game are they're shit coders. They don't know how to actually fucking remove goddamn shit out of their code. They just keep. Uh, they're probably just like I forget what the fuck they call it, but there's like a thing where you just put like a, a hashtag in front of the hashtag code. Hashtag flash. Yeah, yeah, you put a hashtag in front of the code, and it just like. It's still there, but it's, it. it's not being used. Yeah, so that's probably what they're doing. Just like a shitload of code. Commented out. But ha- yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Depending on what language you use, it's either backslashes or or hashtags. It's just so it, most likely the game's written in C. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lazy coding because people don't want to take the chance of, oh well, what if something doesn't work? We we can just take the you know the comment out or you know take that that little special character out to put the thing back in. It's just like just get better at coding. They should- they should have like some kind of script to just go in there and delete like those whatever it, it sees like this hashtag blah blah whatever line beyond that it just deletes it. But oh, then again, sh- there's always that risk of <laughs> it fucking deleting a one and all of a sudden getting yeah. <laughs> So there's so the game is now like in compartment, like so in order for you to save bloat, you can delete portions of the game like the co-op. You can delete that. Um, the I guess the horde mode, which is uh, the spec ups mode, you can delete that. The campaign, you can delete that. Warzone, you can oh, delete. Let me just rewind a little bit. Hold on. When you, call, when you talk about the, the single player, the single player, like the campaign, you have to install it in like three or four parts, and it's fucking annoying because when, you, when I got the game, I went to go play it, and I played like the first level, and then I had to install like another portion of the game, and I was just like, what? After the first, I think it was like the first one or two levels. It's like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? So I put the game down and I wasn't gonna play it anymore. I was like, "Fuck this game!" Because I'm like, "Why am I? You know, why is it all in one go?" And then one of you guys convinced me to play uh, zombie mode. And once I played zombie mode, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is fun." But I'm not gonna sit there and like every single time I want to play a game or like a different level, I have to you know download all this shit. Like, I have the disc for the game. Why didn't you just put all the fucking all the shit from the disc on the fuck 
it's fucking stupid. Like, the way they do it is fucking stupid. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on. Like, multiplayer is worse. Multiplayer, that I think, is in four. If you want to play multiplayer, you have to install, like, four parts. And each part's, like, several gigs. You gotta wait. Like, literally, especially on the PlayStation, you would be waiting, like, an hour or more yeah. just to play. Uh, do they do they even give you the option to just opt out of installing it straight to the drive? Because I, I yes. the whole reason why you install it to the drive is just so the game runs fucking faster. Like the load screens and stuff are a little bit shorter. But for the PS5, I don't know what that much fucking space. That's a lot of guys. For the space. PS5, no, it's not an option. You have to, you have to install yeah, to the hard drive. Yeah, PS4, it's not an option either. You can only choose either parts of the multiplayer. It's either Warzone campaign or co-op. You choose which ones you want to install. Yeah. It, yeah, I know. It's just, it's terrible. That, the, the hard drive, that the price of that hard drive is like how much a fucking, like, 10 megabyte floppy drive cost, like, back in, like, <laughs> 19, uh, like, 1972 or some shit like yeah, that. Excluding <laughs> inflation, too. Yeah. It was <laughs> basically cost Holy a million shit. dollars back then. <laughs> yeah. All bad. Hey, shout out to uh, Cakeman. He was the first in the chat room today, so shout yes, out to him. I wonder how his arms doing. I asked him, because I know... So Cakeman's got twins, and there was a situation at home where his arm was jacked up. So hey, when it's milk time, hopefully you feel better. When it's milk time, it's milk time, bro. Give them their milk. <laughs> Be all right. Don't let them fuck Damn. you up. <laughs> they ganged up on him. <laughs> oh, I want baby. my milk. Baby kids. All right. Yeah, so where do you guys want to go next? We got a uh, we got some interesting ones on this uh, um, on topic list. Go for it. Shoot yeah. One. Let's see. Um, yeah, y'all want to talk about the Activision Blizzard lawsuit? We, or the... we kind of talked about it, but more shit, more shit keeps happening. Motherfuckers, that um, step down. <laughs> actually, let's talk about something that's not as fucked up because it's been on the list for a while, um, and I don't think Kronos has seen this, but myself and Blue has. It's the Fear Street series. Oh, go oh yeah. On oh, Netflix. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, go ahead, Blue. Set us up. So, so yeah, this the series dropped. I think like two weeks ago. I want to say no, um, it dropped like a month ago. Has it been that? Oh wow, yeah, it's it just been a while. It, it magically showed up in my in my uh, queue or whatever. Not in my queue, but like in my suggestion recommendation. But yeah, this is like some old school like eighties horror type movies, like like Jason and Freddy Krueger type shit. And it's basically a it's a three part movie franchise or series. If they released all at once, so you get all three uh, series. There's uh, Fear Street, like 1981, I think. No, it's Fear Street 1994, then 78, then 1666. Yeah, and like they all fucking tie together, and it's it's so well done, and uh, it's just overall, it's just it was a lot of fun to watch, and like the creativity of it all. I mean, the first one is kind of like it's they're kind of cheesy, like but it's like that 80 cheesy, so. They kind of have that that mentality going for them, but overall, I thought it was a really good series, and like it was, I easily watched them in one fucking day. Even though the movies are about like an hour, an hour and a half to two hours long, I still was able to like kind of power through them. What's your take on them, Mo Ninja? Yeah, so I watched them as they they dropped. So there's a lot of stuff with this movie. This movie was heavily impacted by um, by COVID because this was supposed to be released through. 20th Century Studios, and then they got bought by Disney, so then there was, like, a lull. Hmm. So when, um, I guess Netflix acquired it, they wanted to release one movie per month. That's why when you see the end, they give you a preview of the next movie, because you're supposed to see the next one in the following month. 
But as time went on, Netflix is like, fuck it, we'll do it once a week. So each movie came out in a series of three weeks. So I watched them when they released. And yeah, it was definitely a throwback. Because like the very first movie is 1994. And it's like, it's funny to me. Fully forgot about is in it. Like, I don't know if you all remember the B. Dalton store, which is basically like a. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a, a version of a Barnes & Noble and Hallmark, like together in one and like. A bunch of like popular 80s like books like, and stuff were on the shelf like you see um what's her name um the chick he kept writing uh those crazy mystery romance novels right? oh 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 fuck with her name he, just so annoying yeah there, you see that stuff like just a bunch of 90s memorabilia that i forgot about but then like and, also uh, they had like the like the storefronts too like they had like software electronics and oh yeah 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 i was like what the fuck right, like, right when i saw that i was like oh shit yeah i think they had <laughs> i think they had kb toys or something in there yeah they, they had, like, did a bunch, yeah they had like a bunch of stuff that i'm like shit this You're shit ain't around no more <laughs> oh that's yeah, so this shit yeah, a lot of this shit ain't num- around no more. Just, oh, they had or like I know it's super rare. You can probably find one in your town, but there's an Orange Julius in <laughs> in the mall scene, and it's like it's literally set up like Scream and in the be- very beginning, uh, you see you know, uh, Maya Hawk from uh, Stranger Things. She's oh, in yeah. the very first segment, and she she's basically Drew Barrymore's character from Scream. And, you know, you know, you know, it's funny. I just think about like. I don't. I think I've only had a drink from Julius Caesar probably like once, and then I was also maybe I maybe also think about like hot dog on a stick. I probably had like a hot dog Ooh. on a stick from there for like maybe twice. I had, then, like, I had that once, but Dairy you don't Queen. Go there for the hot, you don't go there for the hot dog. No, you don't. You don't go for the hot I'm dog. <laughs> but like for Dairy Queen, like even though like it was in the mall from our high school, I probably had that like maybe four or five times. <laughs> really? Yeah, like. They just did the whole blue thing, they turn it upside down and then bring it back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's cool, but like, just give my ice cream, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting to see because they, these are based off of books, which I had no idea. Mm. So this is like the, this is supposed to be the more um, teenage adult version of Goosebumps. Yeah. Because like, it, it does have that cheesiness as, as Blue talked about, but it's also like kind of a love letter to horror fans you know because it it like mixes jason freddy um halloween um the wicker man slasher yeah Yeah, old school slasher stuff is like and it's kind of it's weird because it's set in our past but i guess at the time of the posting of the books those came out in the 90s so they just said it in the 90s so everything kind of synced up and it was just like they're tied in very well i do have to say like i was a little kind of disappointed with the first film because i felt like something was off i felt like the acting was a little off yeah i just felt like some of the acting wasn't as as good as it could have been and it it was weird to me because each movie has the same director and there's two sets of casts and they all kind of come together at the at the last film but it's like the subsequent films have much better acting maybe it's the story that was better or something but the first one i I was kind of like kind of on board with but the second one i was super impressed with the third one i really liked as well yeah um, it was a very well kind of put together story um even though i had to sit through the first one it, it felt a little derivative but it did get some twists 
And when you see the second films, you get more more lore, more blood, more guts. And the third one, you see blood and guts. They do some pretty fucked up shit, and it's fucked up because they they basically say fuck them kids because that's what the target. Basically, Usually, most of them are young kids, and they get they get brutalized like par- so bits just, and parts. A little bit of a, everywhere. A little bit of a spoiler. The second one takes place at a kid's camp. During the fucking summertime, so there's a, mm-hmm. a serial killer going around killing Just fucking chopping kids. Them up. <laughs> chopping them up. You well, see, what's fucked up is sometimes you don't see the actual hack them up, but what you see is the aftermath, and that's mm-hmm. probably more disturbing than seeing the actual act because it was fucked up. But then, what was also kind of great about it too is the, the fucking soundtrack, especially when it was like in the 90s, like the music that they had oh, in, the, in the series was like, oh shit, they're just. Throwing out fucking hits after hits after hits, and I was like, okay. So I did their fucking research because this shit's just fucking killing it. But then uh, one thing we kind of alluded to is that, uh, yeah, the second movie there's a lot of old school camp nudity, like, <laughs> with, like you know, like typically some, like with some, uh, like with Jason, we had the camp counselors, and they were they got some perky titties. Weed. Yeah, smoking weed. There's like titties out there and this and that, mm. and people fucking like. There's one scene where. A counselor walks into a room and there's two of them just going at it. It's like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Like, What's even funny is they don't even stop. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they keep going. And it's like super rough. Like, titties is everywhere. Underwear is everywhere. It's like all bad. It's just like, what the fuck is going on in this fucking film? But it's great. And then, like, you know, the camp stuff, it reminded me of Sleepaway Camp a little bit. Definitely a Friday the Thirteenth, like heavy Friday the Thirteenth vibes, mm-hmm. and it just worked out. You know, they try to. It's. Oh, he froze. He's got that the oh, curse. Oh, Ninja was stuck yeah. in time. There we go. <laughs> Gotta get the eighteen yeah. fiber, bro. Fuck it. No, you know what happened? Is he said something? And he just the fucking variant. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, uh, I enjoyed the film. I yeah. I, I, re- I recommend it. Uh, I recommend you watch all three. Uh, for me, sit through the first one. To me, it's a little lackluster, but the sequels are worth it for yeah. sure. And it ties up. It actually ties up pretty nicely. So they're actually talking about doing the spinoffs because there's more more books that tie into the overall story. So we might see more content from this later on the road. So yeah, yeah I, I I highly recommend this as well. Like I I will give this like a solid eight on how oh, yeah. like how good it was, especially for like something big that came around COVID. Like the fact that all this stuff came together, kind of it kind of worked out. Yeah, and I I applaud um, Netflix for giving all three movies instead of having us wait. They just did one once per week, and how often is that? You see a whole movie trilogy released virtually simultaneously. And uh, uh, I think that worked out for them. Last I, time I, I remember that great. was, uh, what was it? It was Back to the Future 2 and 3. They dropped Yeah, the yeah same... but we're talking, these are literally one week apart. This was literally the same day. 2 and 3? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, I watched them in the same day. Oh, they were probably already out because I'm pretty sure part three yeah, came out a year. After I was poor, so they, maybe that's they, true. They, <laughs> they were filmed back to back. I think Back to the Future was one of the first trilogies, or not trilogies, but like, of two um, of a movie that you knew were gonna come out soon, like they had already started shooting the um, Back to Future Three when they wrapped up on two, so mm-hmm. the actors went straight into filming Back to Future Three. So no, I'm uh, I hold on. Yeah, look at the release dates. They're literally like almost a year apart, a year and one month, I think. So 
Uh, I'm pretty sure that you could uh, watch part two and three when part three came out. But uh, this is like literally the entire trilogy released back to back to back. So I, I applaud them for um, okay, yeah, for doing this and and you know giving fans, especially if you're an R.L. Stein fan, because this is an R.L. Stein film. Um, or a set of films based off his books, uh, the Fear Street series. So uh, if you're into that, definitely check it out. And if you got time to kill and look for something to watch, this is a and you're a horror fan, this is this is great. I don't know if Matt will really care for this because he's a diehard horror fan. And he's very critical of his horror, but I I highly I wonder if he's seen this. I'd like to hear his thoughts on this to see what he thought. So well, me and him had a conversation about just like movies in general and like how COVID might be a a good thing for movies and I, I kind of sort of agree with them because I think that mm-hmm. we're in this weird area where you have like these really big budget films that uh, they're kind of all the same they use very the same like sort of like themes and music and there's not really much substance to the movie like so I take it for for instance like the new Venom and Carnage movie mm-hmm. Like, I was watching, I was like, you know, I'm interested in this movie, but, like, the whole, like, using the same, like, the music theme to it, and, like, when to be excited, and when not to be excited, and, like, they do all these things, like, in these, in these movies today, where it's just, like, they don't, I don't think that they make a, they don't, they don't really make great movies anymore, for the most part. Like, movies, they're, they're okay, but it's, like, they, they have to go so over the top to make them good, when, like, before... They focus more on, like, acting and, like, you know, more subtle qualities to make a movie good. But now it's just, like, this over, over-the-top over action and, like, how can you shock people to pay attention and shit like that. You know, I think that that's... There's something there that, you know, the way that they used to make movies back in the day were, were more enjoyable, per se. Because, you know, it took a little bit more of your brain to, like, understand what was going on, but today it's like all these blockbusters and now that obviously that that they've had to slow down blockbuster films because of covid and so now you're seeing things to where people are trying to get their entertainment from somewhere else on like smaller budget films or you know netflix or smaller or you know uh tv shows and stuff like that like for me like kim's convenience is like one of the one of the best done things that i've seen in a while and that's a it's Mm. a sitcom even though it came out before covid but you know the, the the final season came out during covid and it was still a really well done show, even though the last season was, wasn't as good as the rest of the seasons. But um, it just goes to show that you don't need like some gigantic budget and like big name actors to like make something that's enjoyable. But I think that Hollywood is really focusing way too much on big names and large budgets and CGI to like make quote unquote good movies. Yeah, well, as far as the blockbuster, I think the smart blockbuster kind of died in the nineties. I mean. Nowadays, everything is just kind of... It's like you were talking about Glitz and Glam. I mean, but there's plenty of movies that I feel out there that are definitely engaging. Um, they're just not, like, big budget. And some of them will have, like, A-list stars. One of them... One of the movies I saw, I've seen multiple times, it's really good. There's only, like, maybe four people in the film is uh, um, Ex Machina. And that stars Oscar Isaac yeah. and the guy who plays um, uh, General Hux from Star Wars. It's literally the two of them discussing AI, and they have a robot that's like, you know, 
possibly the world's first artificial intelligence. So the whole thing is, does she pass the Turing test? And it turns into this thriller. And I was like, wow, this is a really well-made film. Like, I enjoyed this film a lot. Yeah, and it was all, like, basically in the same location. You know, yeah, it was, like, was dialogue-driven. It wasn't just, like, action. You know, music wasn't, like, blah, blah, no, there's blah. Not, like, oh, fuck, man, it gets there's old. There's not a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, the music that's in it is, like, is moody, but it sets, like, a calming kind of mood until things start to get out of control. Then it changes. There is some CGI in the film, but it is super, super, super minimal. Very minimal CGI. But it, it's it's done really well. It's a really well made. It's a thought provoking film, which I liked. Um, this other film, which has gotten people talking, which is supposed to come out in September, it's called Lamb. Um, it stars um, uh, Numi Repes. I, I think her last name is pronounced Repes. It's the girl from um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. She's in um, uh, what, what Happened to Monday. Um, her and her husband are, are shepherds, and one of the sheep gives birth to a half-human, half-lamb. And they decide to adopt the uh, the sheep as their own. And it's like this weird... It looks like a thriller. So, so who the trailer's was, super who weird. Who was fucking the lamb? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Just the movie's not out, out but it's a, it's a little indie film that I, everyone's talking about. I'm interested in seeing it because it looks fucking weird. And I'm like, well... I'm into weird shit, so I want to see what this is about. Well, my um, question is, like, is, is like, so I'm thinking of a lamb and, like, half human, half lamb, and the first thing that popped in my head is, like, a centaur. So is it, like... It's a reverse, so it has, a, it has a lamb's head and neck, but the body, it has, like, arms arms and torso and legs as a human. Are you saying uh, a, a centaur, Blue? What What did I say? You said a centaur. Centaur? You're thinking a centaur? Uh, like, the human... But is like, centaur isn't that the one with the isn't like the man the bull on top and centaur. human body? What's the what's the other way around? Well, that'd be the the. <laughs> there's oh, a no, centaur the with the horse. Oh, a minotaur. Minotaur. There's yeah, a minotaur yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's minotaur, minotaur is like the bull, and there's a centaur yeah. that's like the human top and a horse, everything else. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, a leotard. That, that's the one I. I'm a leotard. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bad. Um, I was watching uh, an old 90s blockbuster film, and it was just like, the movie still holds up to this day, and it was weird, and it was Die Hard with the Vengeance, because that was a smart blockbuster oh, film, great. and it, it's yeah. like, watching it today, it's still really fucking good, I was like, holy shit, this movie still holds up, because they use very little technology, they do, they're literally just running through a busy New York day, and they don't do, you know, a lot of just... I mean, they do some outlandish shit, especially towards the end of the movie, but it's kind of, it's mostly believable. <laughs> but everything else works out, you know? They put kids in danger, they put a bomb there. You don't need a lot for that. You just put, like, you know, build some foam and shit and make it look like a bomb, put some wires in it, and the it, it, movie worked out great. And it was a it was a mystery involved. It was great. Great film. I'm watching a trailer for, for Lamb, and... Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like exactly. It's entertaining. What, what like if there is some if there's not a line in this movie that says, okay, who fucked the sheep? <laughs> I, <laughs> that's got that line's got to be in our list like fifty times because holy shit. I mean, it looks yeah, it, it actually looks pretty cool. Like it looks it, creepy. I'm, it looks I'm... it looks very creepy. It looks very interesting actually. I probably I probably will wait until it comes out on like I don't know 
Amazon or some shit, but yeah, this shit's weird. Just the instruments are like, like there's one scene where the sheep is like looking at the humans, like, what, what the fuck are you doing with my kid? Like, and it, it starts following him and shit. I, I don't have the audio on, I'm just like kind of watching yeah, the video, it's, but it's like super weird. It's just like someone took uh, farmer's meat a little too far. Mm-hmm. Just saying, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, it's just uh. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think some of these blockbusters are kind of losing a little bit of gray matter. I mean, they're fun to watch. Like Fast Nine was fun to watch, but it's not. It's not a smart film. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fun. But I mean, I, that's why I appreciated Tenet. Tenet was a very like you need to pay attention to this film. Type. I said I just have to watch it. Yet. It's on HBO it's Max. On HBO right Max. Yeah, yeah, it's on HBO Max. So um, we'll see. And movies kind of like. Um, was it the little things with uh, Denzel, Jared Leto, and um, Rami Malek? That was uh, that was interesting. Which you know? one? Uh, the little things. That's also on HBO Max. Mm. You know, it's one... not a, but it's what not a the... blockbuster film. It's like a, you know, one of those Oscar type contending that, films. That's the one with Denzel, right? Where they where yeah they, Den- okay yeah yeah I saw that one too. Yeah, I mean that was good. I mean, but yeah. it's not. There's not. A, there's not a lot of explosions. There's no. I mean, there's one chase. I think, and everything else is all dialogue and suspense. But it works. Yeah. Let's talk about the. So, exact... I mean. What's Sorry. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, you wanted to move on. Yeah, I want to talk about the exact opposite of what we're talking about because I just made a oh, whole good. thing about how you know big budget movies are, you know, shouldn't be a thing anymore, and it's good that we have COVID because you know pushing it towards like small budget movies, but. I watch F9 finally. Oh, so, yeah. you can just, what everything I just said, just fucking throw out the window. It's all good. <laughs> um, it's, I, I fucking love these movies and I hate that I love them. And it's so, the movie was so do, fucking do ridiculous. Do not what I do. <laughs> yeah, so F9 is the, the Fast and Furious 9. It's, uh, it's such a ridiculous fucking movie. There were so many times where I was just like, you can't fucking, oh, you know what? I don't care. It's fucking Fast and Furious. They can do it. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck if they have like these gigantic fucking magnets inside of cars that are sucking other cars into the car, but not sucking the engine outside the car that they're driving into the magnets. It's all good. I'm just going to fucking leave physics te- out the or window. Or their teeth fillings. Like, yeah. their teeth fillings don't <laughs> rip out of their face <laughs> into this magnet, but it pulls other cars. Sure, I, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. Shit's so ridiculous. Like, I, <laughs> the movie was so fucking silly that I fucking loved it. The whole thing of the, how they tried to like shitty, shittily explain how Han didn't die and how he was part of like some secret organization that was uh, part of like some other fucking. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's Fast and the Furious. I'm gonna fucking enjoy it. I guess it's like watching a porno movie. I'm gonna watch it for the fucking plot. I'm watching it for fucking pussies and dicks, or mainly pussies. I'm just saying, cause yeah. yeah. The movie's I mean, ridiculous. Like so if you watch the movie, they're ridiculous. The F9 is no better or worse than any other ones. It's just fucking ridiculous. The plot lines are fucking dumb as fuck. But it's all it's all about family. I'm all about family yes. too. Yes. So family means. So I, I enjoyed it. Dude, I was watching I was watching The Flash a couple of weeks ago, and it, like they were mentioning family left and right. I just could I was taking screenshots and posting online. I was like, where's Don? I was waiting for Don to walk into the room. Like, oh, it's mm-hmm. about family. Yeah. I mean, like you're, you're right. The guy's run- about to drive into the Star Labs with this fucking charger. I mean, he's running around with a shotgun everywhere. Like, do you know the situational awareness? Like, you can't use a shotgun everywhere. Like, <laughs> you can't. Like, it's not. It's ineffective. Like, the, the guy's fucking 500 yards away. 
You're not gonna hit him with a fucking shotgun. It's like, I mean, come on, man. Like that's not how shotguns work. But whatever. Awesome. He's got a shotgun yep. and he got a fucking family, so it works. Them, them some, them some, some shot shotgun bullets with uh, a little bit of knife in them. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, can use like they a. They go a little farther. You can use a slug, I guess, but I mean, you definitely have to like account for you know. Bullet oh, drop because the fucking yeah. bullet's heavy as fuck, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's because it's big. You punch a hole in his ass though. <laughs> like a legit hole. <laughs> like they ain't getting up. Yeah. Hey, well, I, I mean, I did like the, yeah, the fight scene in Tokyo, that was kind of cool, even though I don't know how you survived throwing a dude out, using him as like an air surfboard and landing on like concrete or whatever. Yeah. It looked cool. Yeah. I would say the rock, the rock did that in fucking one of them, where they fall out of the window and he, and he like grabs the girl and like, Brace her while they fall into a fucking car, and the scene where he like breaks it, he has a fucking cast in his arms. All daddy got to go to work. Yeah, so he breaks the yeah. fucking gas. Like, come on, what the fuck? Fuck my broken arm. Was that might have been Hobbs and Shaw, but sure. No, it wasn't Not, Hobbs and Shaw. No, it was it was, it was Fast Fear at Five. Yeah, okay. but like, I know it was one of the it was one of them. I don't know which one it was. Cause yeah. he's in Fast Five, Six, Seven, and Eight. And Hobbs. But he wasn't in this one. And Hobbs. I was very no, surprised he that he was not. You know in this why? One. Yeah, we know why. His feud with either Tyrese and Vin Diesel, or both of them, or whatever. So, they're, The Rock ain't coming back. Yeah, nah. it might have been both of them, one of them. He ain't coming back. I mean, I hope he, he comes wait, back. He's... Go ahead. No, The Rock was like... Because I guess uh, Vin Diesel had some interview recently, and he talked about, like, oh, yeah, like, that's how I work with my castmates, and I, I try to push him to the limits. The Rock came out fucking laughing, like, this is some dumb fucking shit. He... I guess um, Dom was trying, or not Dom, fucking Van Diesel was trying to be the, the director and this and that, and, and The Rock was like, nah, that's not how this shit fucking work. I'm a fucking professional, like, this is how I act, blah, blah. But yeah, they, they've been they've been bumping heads since, like, the first movie that uh, they introduced The Rock into. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, Vin Diesel is not a, he's not even a, he's a Fast and Furious actor. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so you know, and he's and, a pitch black actor. Yeah, and pitch black too. But I mean, that's not. I mean, his, his main his main claim to fame is Fast and Furious, and he's he, not you know, that he's, that breakdancing video. Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, he's acting like he's got like you know the rock star power. He does not. And if he thinks he does, then he needs to have a serious reality check. I mean, you, you mm. don't have the the rock star power. I mean, you, you're rocking the dad bod still, you know, and you're like. You're not a great actor, and you do good in these movies. I I still enjoy watching your ridiculous performances in these movies. You do good as you know I am Groot, but I mean that's easy to do. <laughs> I can say the same thing over over and over again, different inflections. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's got a cool voice, I guess, but I don't know. Like these, some of these actors, like they think that they're like they get like this big head on them, and I hope that. The Rock not being in the movie didn't hurt the movie too bad because you're, you're fucking with other people's like you know paychecks more than just yours, you know. So yeah, just because I, I think maybe he was probably intimidated by The Rock, but I don't know. I don't know shit about either of those guys, so I'm just talking out my ass. Fuck him in Diesel. I'm just saying. Damn. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. trying to see how much uh, Vin Diesel got paid for um, for doing the voice of Groot. Oh, probably. Just I think. Well, I know that, like, the, somebody broke it down. Uh, let's see. According to a report by some site, he was paid 
54.5 million dollars for his role of Groot. I, thought, I think somebody broke it down to like how many times he says I am Groot and he I think it was like some crazy like I don't know a couple of hundred like a couple of like 10,000 per group lines he used. That's a lot of money just to say fucking three goddamn words. It is, but you know, The Rock is worth over $400 million. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think he's like one of the highest paid actors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was definitely, I think, even... I think he's one of the highest paid in the last two to three years. since 2019. The Vin Diesel's net worth is $225 million. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. And... And plus, Dwayne's got that that TV show about his life coming out soon, too. He's got a bunch of stuff. I mean, he bought the XFL. Um, he's right. got, like, he's got, like, uh, competition shows that come out during the summer. Um, he was on, um, he was on Ballers. He was on that oh, as well. Yeah. Ballers was awesome. That's how I knew, found out about John David Washington, because he's awesome. Right now, so, it's a great so show. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, for any of you guys who are over the age of 18. <laughs> uh, his net worth is uh, $320 million. So he's got a couple of hundred million more than... Uh, than uh... Wow, John Cena's only $60 million? Wow. I mean, Wait, I John Cena's just coming on to, to... For me, he's just coming on to the scene. But, yeah. you know, a lot of people say he's not. I feel like he's been around. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's in a bunch of movies, but... <laughs> wait, wait. I like what uh, Papa Bear in the chat said. How many Disney movies have Van Diesel been lead for? Uh, ooh, <laughs> only yeah. one. He's I, in I, one. The Pacifier. Pacifier. But, like, The Rock <laughs> was in, like, what, Two Fairy and, um... Oh, yeah. What was the one where you played the football player and he had, like, a and daughter? Yeah, the daughter. Yeah, I See, that movie made me cry. That movie had me in tears. Seriously? It, like, no, it wasn't long as Yeah, because his, his daughter... I remember, I remember that because his daughter's name in the movie is Peyton. Yeah. I feel kind of bad about what I said about the about Vin Diesel. I was just bullshitting, all right, about part of that. Um, he's an all right guy, I guess. But like him, like demanding if it's true, you know, all these things from from The Rock. It's like, come on, man, it's The Rock. I'm like, the fuck, man. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> also, also The Rock was in Moana. He was in uh, oh, The Game Plan was the, the name of that other movie. He's also in that oh. new movie, Jungle Cruise. Yep, that's a, yeah, but that's The Rock. So check this shit out. Vin Diesel is from the Bay. Is he really? Well, The Rock is too. Yes, Vin Diesel was born. He was born in Alameda County. It doesn't say which city though. Rock was born in Hayward. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> which is where uh, me and Blue are. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And The Rock was in uh, Race to Witch Mountain. Uh, yep, another Disney film. Another Disney. But film. Vin Diesel's in those Triple X films, which are yep. not porn. <laughs> well, he was in one Triple X film. The other one had a. He's in two. He's in two. Because literally, the third one has oh, his one? character's name, Return to Xander Cage. Oh, okay. But it was the second one. But it was the second one had Ice Cube in it. Yeah. Yeah, the second one has Ice Cube, but the third one's where Ice Cube and him meet. Does Ice Cube still go by Ice Cube for his movie like name, or is he yeah, going by his legal name? Oh, his son goes something. by O'Shea. Yeah. But Ice Cube still goes by Ice Cube. Holy you know, shit, they're doing another Riddick movie based on Riddick's homeworld. I'm in too, because I, I, I still enjoy the, the Riddick movies. I, really I, I, mean, Honestly, I, gotta, I do give him credit because he stands by the character of Riddick yeah. like hardcore. Like he did the um, 
I don't know if y'all seen the um, the anime because there's a, a Riddick Riddick anime. There's yeah. a Chronicle Riddick game, uh, Escape from Butcher Bay, yep. which actually got really good reviews for its time because it was two con three console generations ago. Well, it was on PC. Was it even on consoles? Yeah, it was on the Xbox. A friend of mine, or it was on the Xbox and uh, the PS2. Well, a friend of mine, actually one of the guys uh, from the podcast, um, Project Mayhem. He was stuck on that game for a while. Like he was like, "Dude, this game is actually really good." I'm like, "Really? This game based on dude? It's it's like a a story within the Pitch Black universe, and it's connects the to Pitch Black and um, the Chronicles of Riddick film. So it's like where he was in between, and it apparently." The story was good and the gameplay was good. So. It's actually I I looked up Pitch Black game and there was actually a, a Kickstarter for Pitch Black the triple AAA audio game. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the details on it yet. Uh, it might be a UK thing because it's it's the, the mountain and pounds. I'm not sure if it's related to the franchise, the movie franchise. Let's see. Yeah, oh, it's long as fucking trailer. Dark Fury. That's the name of the. That's the name that of the. the it's a one. short, but it's like an animated film. Yeah, I, I have that. I think on DVD somewhere. So yeah, because that, that's Escape what it had like Butcher the. Because it has like the the chick that wants to be like him. That wants like to be, him. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah I didn't Jack, get that at first. Jack. I was like, who yeah. is this? <laughs> oh, you didn't gotta polish yeah. your eyeballs. Yeah, but that's definitely not what he did. He didn't polish his eyeballs. <laughs> Play the game. Again. Oh, that. Yeah, it says that the Escape from Butcher Bay said it was a Xbox exclusive, but it fit. that didn't last that too long because that ended up on the PC. I played on the PC. Yeah, yeah it was a, it was on the Xbox for sure. I knew someone that was playing it because he was stuck on it. Dude, um, have you guys... Oh, the other one, Assault on Dark Athena. That was another game. Yeah. So, I mean, I stand by him. He stands by those characters. So, he's got a lot of projects. Both past and future looks like. Have you guys seen the new trailer for uh, Candyman that came out recently? Oh yeah, I've seen it a couple times. God but... damn, this shit looks legit. Like I know we were talking about horror movies earlier, but man, this, it it looks it looks like a lot of fun, and it looks like it takes it back to the old fucking classic horror shit. Like even the trailer had me like, holy shit! Like god damn, like what the fuck is going on? It's uh, this is by Jordan Peele, right? He's one of the executive producers, but he's yeah. not the but he's not, not the director. But all I care about is that Tony Todd is back. That's all I care about. And I guess he's in it, but I don't think he's Candyman. I, I love how, like, so with, um, what is it? Uh, this Is Us. They somehow turned Five on it to a fucking creepy-ass goddamn song. And for this one, they turned fucking uh, Say My Name by Beyonce into a fucking creep song. Because... To call Katie man, you gotta say his name like five times or some shit before he like appears. And just having that song, Say My Name, Say My Name, play over and over again, it's like, okay. That's kind of fucking creepy, especially when it comes to like Candyman. But I, I kinda wish I kinda wish we can get a um a Bloody Mary, like a really good Bloody Mary movie. Cause I think we had one in the past. Yeah, it was shit. Yeah, but yeah. But I think Candyman takes that and it makes it an urban legend. Mm-hmm. And it's great. The original one is great. The sequel's kind of shitty, but the original Candyman is fucking great. Clive Barker, I gotta give a shout out because uh, it's really good horror. It's really good like stuff. But this new one, I'm really excited for because I guess this is a a sequel and not a remake. Yeah. So 
I'm like super like excited for this. It comes out at the end of the month. It's funny because uh, it has uh, Tiana Paris who plays um, Monica Rambeau in the MCU. So see what how, what she does in this. I'm uh, I'm excited to see this. Can't wait. Wow, the guy that yeah, uh, I can't wait either. The guy that made Pitch Black, he also wrote The Fugitive, Waterworld, The Arrival, GI Jane, and then he got to Pitch Black. Damn. Made a bunch of pitch blocks. <laughs> and a perfect getaway in imposter. Yeah. yeah, Riddick 4 Furia is supposed to it's it's, it's announced. So I don't know what's gonna come out though. Oh shit. Director of Candy or no, he's a writer of so the director of Candyman, he also wrote the film. He's going to Oh no, that's it's she. Yes, girl, I was gonna say. You oh, Nia DaCosta. Yeah, she's yeah. directing she's directing the Captain Marvel sequel. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, she's directed, but she wrote and is directing Candyman, and then she is directing the Marvels, which what is, is the Captain Marvel sequel. In her in her background, she's got uh, Netflix. Did she do some shit with Netflix? I don't know, but she's uh, only directed like not a handful of th- handful of films. Four? Literally, this will <laughs> be her. This will be her first like major film. What's the? Oh no, she directed Little Woods. I don't know what that is. But Little Woods, and then it'll be Candyman, The Marvels, and then The Lincoln Conspiracy. It's got... got uh, Little Woods have Tifa... Uh, oh, God. What's her name? Homegirl from from Thor. How was her name? Uh, Which girl from Thor? Sif? Lady Sif? No, no, no. The, Val- the Valkyrie. Oh! Tifa Thompson? Tifa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, old girl from... Shit, Westworld. So I'm looking forward was to. She in Westworld? Yeah, yeah, she's in Westworld. Yeah, she was. Holy shit! All right. She was also in that crazy fucking movie with uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, I still haven't seen that. The Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, that fucking movie's crazy. Y'all oh yeah, yeah. It. yeah, I heard it's weird, it's, but it's, I really want to see it. I, it starts off so I, normal. The only thing that I. What's up? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said it starts off. It starts off so normal, and then all of a sudden you're like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Like seriously. Yeah. Watch I just, high. I just like the scene, the scene where they're like trying to like, where they're yelling at each other, but they're giving each other compliments. I've seen that where he's, they're just like, it's too, it's Lakeith talking to this other brother, and they're just like, you know, I hope you come up this year, and it's like, it's, it sounds like they're insulting each other, but they're really giving each other props. It's yeah, super weird. the actual plot awesome. of the movie is nothing like that. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the real plot. So, yeah, it was on Hulu for a while. Let me see this. Let me see this. So just, I'm going to throw in a quick little note here. So uh, I was watching a YouTube video earlier, and they were talking about how, like, the lyrics for the song Hey Ya by Outkast, or not Outkast, by Andre 2000, is not what you think it is. And so, like, I looked at the lyrics. The, the song is about fucking a divorce. It's about two people that used to be in love breaking up. And, like, literally the part where he says, like, where he, where he gets to the hey y'all part, he says, um, oh shit, what is it? Uh, he thought, he says, hey y'all, y'all don't want to hear me. Y'all just want to, want to dance. Hey y'all, don't want to meet your daddy. Cause he's talking about like, you know, the daddy's not in the picture anymore, but you just wanted me to talk about caddies. And he says, uh, you don't want to meet your mama. You just want to make you come up because he's talking about how like, you know, the parents are fucking separate. I'm like, I'm looking at the lyrics, I'm like, holy shit, I thought this was just about, like, having a good fucking time. It's literally about fucking divorce, which is crazy. 
Wow. I'm, I'm actually and that's like, right the, whole, <laughs> the whole Polaroid picture part, like, it's it doesn't come until like the very end of the song. <laughs> and that's where it fucking like ends. Yeah, this is fucking trippy. <laughs> Interesting. It's crazy. Alright. So we like, okay. The first part of the, the lyrics go, um, my baby doesn't mess around because she loves me so this I know for sure. <laughs> Which means that yeah, she isn't she's messing around. Because later on it tells her like, uh yeah, you think you you think you got it, but you don't really got it. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Holy shit, fucking funny. Okay, where do you want to guess wanna go? I thought I'd throw that in there. That's fucking creepy. Um So, I mean, we kind of we talked about it when we first opened up the show. I mean, mm. we just talked about you know, COVID season two, <laughs> part town part two. Who who wants to who uh, wants to start? I can start because it affects me very personally this time around. <laughs> uh, I don't think I got the Rona, but um, people I know around me do. So my daughter might have it, but I'm not gonna have her get the test because. Um, getting that test is fucking brutal for a four-year-old. Because I, I, when I first got a COVID test, I watched a little kid get it, like the actual like the, the nose swab, and man, it was fucking terrible. I'm not putting my putting her through that, so we're just gonna keep her out of school for for two weeks. Um, well, it's probably more. It'll be more than two weeks, and then uh, then put her back in. Um, somebody else I know that's in direct contact with her has the Rona. Um, KMAC. I think I talked about it last week. Did I talk about it last week about her jury duty thing? No, I think no. it was. I think it was only in the chat. Yeah. Okay. Well, not sure. Mind if I talk about this? So anyway, um, so KMAC had jury duty last Monday, okay, and so she went to jury. She didn't want to go, um, but she forgot to like try to get out of it before she had jury duty. So she had to go in person to to jury duty. And so she went to the, you know, she went there, got all the instructions, went to the exemption line, and took her a while to get through the exemption line. She finally went through it. She got an exemption because, you know, she's had three open heart surgeries. So she gets an exemption, comes home. Two or three days later, she gets a phone call. Somebody that you were in the building with had the Rona. So, and yeah. now um, her mom's got the Rona. Who and she, well, she's vaccinated, but she's she came out positive for coronavirus, and that's my that's our daycare provider for 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 Riley, a four year old, and Riley's been sick for the past uh, like five days now, so ever oh, since damn. like I think like s- Saturday night, so yeah maybe Sunday, she's been coughing and stuff, so it's like man it sucks, but so. Came back, got a test. They came back negative, but then, like after she got her test, her mom got her test results back, and she came back positive. So, came back's gonna do another test. Uh, I think tomorrow, the PCR test. So it'll come back in a couple days, and yeah, I gotta take a week off of work to watch the kid. And yeah, it just it sucks that you know these variants are going around. So people are probably thinking, well, if you got the vaccine, why are you so worried? Well, my kid has another fucking vaccine. All right, and. She's obviously sick right now. I don't know. This happened at the very beginning of the Rona, too. Like, where she got really sick at the beginning of the Rona, and they wouldn't give her a test. And this time, I don't want her to get, I don't want her to get the test, because the test that they give, that you have to get, it's like the swab, swab up the nose. And I'll, I would just much rather have her, like, stay away from people instead of having mm-hmm. her do that test. So, 
So yeah, it sucks. And this is mainly because of people that are unvaccinated that are, you know, little incubation tubes for the coronavirus and making this shit just, like, mutate. So, yeah, thank you and also fuck you. All you people <laughs> that have all your stupid-ass excuses about not getting vaccinated. You know, just, like, you're not part, you're not part of some crazy fucking untested, you know, vaccine because... How many millions of people have it now? The have have gotten the vaccine. You know, have, how many people have died from the vaccine? Has it been, I don't know, six hundred thousand? Like in America, six hundred thousand people, more than six hundred thousand people have died from the coronavirus. I can't think of even if if if, if two thousand people have died from the vaccine, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. And out of like the, let's see, we have. What was it? 330 something million people in America, and they're saying that a little less than half of us are vaccinated. So, yeah, that's the percentage-wise, you're probably you're way less likely to die from the vaccine than you are from the coronavirus. So, I, I kind of also want to blame the, the the government and like local authorities and stuff like that by dropping the whole mask requirement indoors because you you can't trust a motherfucker like this, the fact that the, the science says if you're vaccinated you don't even have to wear a mask motherfuckers are going to take advantage of that shit up and fucking down like we needed to we instead of looking at the numbers being low we should have looked at like the vaccination numbers because i think right now i think like 50 50 percent of the pop a little bit more than 50 percent of the population has been vaccinated at least I think 50% has one of the shots, one out of the two shots. And if they'd waited, because I think like for herd immunity, it has to be up at like past 70 or something like that. And we were nowhere near that fucking number for them to drop the whole math mandate was fucking was crazy. And then one of the great things is that for me, like I, I still wear math everywhere, I, everywhere I go, like even Same like when I hang out with friends. Yeah. When I hang out with friends that are vaccinated, like I, it's it's really hard to, to take to take the bath off. Like I got to really trust you to take my mask off. But like going out to eat, I think the the one thing I did stop doing um, after I got vaccinated was kind of sanitizing like my groceries and stuff. I got it was like, yeah, you know what? I'm back then. I'm up. I'm be all right. I still, I we still vac we still sanitize all our groceries and all of our mail and packages that we get in. Yeah, you still throw them in like quarantine and stuff like that. Yeah, we still like you. No, no, I have like a disinfectant. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I wipe wipe everything down with. Still. But yeah, yeah, man. This the whole because there, there's a Delta variant, and I think there's another one that they, that's, that's out there right now. So there's a Delta variant. There's a Gamma variant. There's a, and I think there's one more on top of that. So it's like a uh, Lambda variant. Yes, the lambda variant. So I guess. All right, this uh, one only this, this one only attack nerds. Yeah, damn. Lambda. So I was yeah, thinking I, that too. Uh, so this, that's that. the second time to. today. Yeah, that's the second time me. today I've heard a Revenge of the Nerds joke. Yeah. The <laughs> variant. The other one. Yeah, the other one was like, "Oh, this is the lambda variant." Like, the well, then I was like, "Well, what about the moose?" Yeah. <laughs> Dude, dude, I, dude, I, dude, I, when I was young, I, I loved the hell out of the Avenger, the, <laughs> the, the Revenge of the Nerds okay. movie. They were so fucking I need to go back and watch that. There's you probably know? like super cringe parts now watching it, but uh, I oh, still yeah. want to go back and watch it. 
like it the, was like that and Porky's. Those are the two movies that were like. You know, like, there's a video game about Porky's. Yes. Oh, the, I think... Yeah, it's on the it's on the Atari. I actually had it. Like the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Yes. Holy there's shit. A Porky's, there's a Porky's game. It was all about trying to like look up some naked chick or whatever. It was it was super weird it was to funny play. Cause, like was Revenge of the Nerds, like that whole scene where um, the one nerd dresses as Dark Vader and she, he ends up having sex with like... Uh, <laughs> that scene was hilarious. Great. Uh, oh, it's so funny. You, you're false identifying yourself as somebody else. You're having sex with somebody. It's like, holy shit, like, yeah. With somebody not... else's girlfriend? It was awesome. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Oh, and then she finds out about it, too. Man, it's and being together. It's all bad. But yeah, uh, I guess looking again... Florida, apparently Florida is some kind of hotbed. Capital of the world. Yeah, capital of like the most. Apparently, Florida has the most COVID Delta variant cases, and like their hospitals are overrun. Um, they're trying to get oxygen for their patients, and they they're, it's hard for them to get it. Um, running out of beds for people who are in in the ICU. It's not looking good out there. And apparently, the from what I heard, <clears throat> I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that the gamma's out there, somewhere in Florida. Very few cases, not a lot. Apparently, it's in the populace out there. Well, I mean, the so, uh, the governor. I, I, I don't. I don't think they have like. I know they account for like a, a large percentage of new COVID cases, but their mm-hmm. governor is so you know anti-mask and and, and semi-anti-vax. Just like, I mean, come mm-hmm. on, man. You know, like these people, like their people and you're like you're just willy-nilly about like their health it's like i, I would but, much rather one of the things that i've always been about since like even the beginning of the coronavirus well actually not the very beginning the very beginning if you go back in history i said that i didn't understand the big deal i i didn't see that it was much worse than the flu but then once i saw that it was much worse than the flu that's when i changed my tune it was rather quickly and i didn't feel bad about it i don't give a fuck but there was a guy named uh I forget the fucking guy's name. It's like Ross, Lewis Rossman. He's on YouTube. He's the guy that does like the the right to repair thing. He's a smart smart right, guy. He re- right to repair. Right to repair. It's like a big thing. It's anyway. He repairs like uh, MacBooks and shit like that. And you know, well, okay, okay. And so he does this whole thing about right to repair. And he became like a really big like YouTube person because of like his right to repair thing. As far as I know. Um, so I've been listening to like some of his videos and like so he owns a business on like repairing like computers and stuff like that And so his thing was you know when it comes to the coronavirus, which is I'm, I'm the same way is I'd much rather err on the side of caution and um, Be wrong with less consequences Rather than go out there and be kind of reckless and then be wrong and, and cause myself or people that I know or somebody I don't know to fucking die so I think that's probably the right way to go. I don't know why most people don't have the same sort of mentality. Whereas if you look at it, like, because he's like a, he owns a business. So for him, and he has like employees. So when he decided to do like the mask mandate at his at his store, it's like, okay, if we, if we all mask up at the store, like what's the worst that can happen? Like, you know, we look kind of silly for X amount of months or however long. And that's it. If you don't mask up, though, the consequences for not masking is somebody gets sick that's one of the employees, then you all get sick, and then all of a sudden um, you don't have business anymore because, you know, if you all get sick, even if you guys, even the people that are your employees, 
um, are going to be okay, they still have to like not come into the store and take time off. But you can't keep paying like all your employees to take time off and then pay rent for the store and not be able to like service your customers. So for him, that was like pretty easy to like make that distinction of like, you know, if, if you're wrong on one side, there's like no consequences. But if you're wrong on the other side, it's very extreme. So why wouldn't you just like just take the the one that has the less extreme consequence, even if you're wrong? So I, I'm gonna push back a little bit on this, and it's probably not not within his um, industry of business or where he sells. But there is an increasing number of um, patrons who go to certain businesses and people are asking these patrons to wear a mask and all of a sudden they get attacked. So there, there's been an increased number. There's been, there was one a few days ago uh, in LA County where in the county at a restaurant, people were saying, please wear a mask. And all of a sudden the patrons that are there are attacking the server, the wait yeah. staff that are there. That's so right. This could potentially happen in his in this gentleman's work. I don't. Uh, I guess he's like, is it a hobby shop or? or no, it's like a, a computer repair. It's a repair shop. That, that's irrelevant. Yeah. Like so, even if, even if that does happen, that's that's it's it's irrelevant to like his safety to his to his employees. I mean, he could have an employee that becomes attacked by someone who's an anti-masker. Anti-masker. That's, that's not his fault. Like that's not that's a, that's an insane person. You know what I mean? It's like, funny. That's, that's nothing to do. Like if somebody does, if, if the fact that somebody wants to, if somebody says, "Hey, in my place," it's just like imagine this, okay? You go to somebody's house and they say, "Hey, man, in my house, you have to take your shoes off." And mm. then somebody says, "No, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna walk in in your house with my shoes, or I'm I'm gonna fight you to wear my shoes in your house." That's literally the same thing. It's being they're in they're insane. You're an insane person. I thought like the medieval shit, like, you know, I want to marry your daughter. If I can have her, I'm going to fucking kill you or something like that. Yeah, it just it doesn't make uh, any yeah. sense. And, and yeah. it's not on him as like a business owner of like saying, hey, if you're going to come to my business, then please wear a mask. And it wasn't even, I don't think he even said that people in the shop had to wear a mask. I, I think he put he pushed it, but if somebody said no, he, he didn't really do anything about it. But for his employees and him, when they were in the shop, they wore, they wore masks because... Well, it's... Good. Not gonna say it. So um, on Sunday, the Swedish and I, we went to Beer Baron and in Oakland, and actually have, they have a sign outside their door. I took a picture of it, and it says, um, "I mean, this this is something that's been kind of kind of a tweet or not a tweet, but like a meme that's been going around." But it says, "As American, you have a right not to wear a mask, but just like you, businesses have a right to refuse you yeah. access and service. Sure you can't do. have it. You can't have it both ways." You are free to your opinions and choices, but that means accepting the consequences for your action. Yeah. Being belligerent or resistant to policies have that are intended to protect employees and guests does not make you a patriot. It just shows your lack, your complete lack of uh, consideration for anyone other than yourself. Don't mistake inconvenience. <clears throat> sorry. Don't mistake inconvenience for oppression. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Because I think most people don't really seem to understand that because we're so used to, you know, getting people basically servicing us and, like, just being... Like, you know, honestly, to me, it like, equates to, like, slave days where people just demand that you do something for them. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it doesn't really... People don't really understand that. Nobody has to do shit for you. They don't have to do shit for you. 
When you go into a business, they don't have to fucking serve you anything. They don't. You demanding that they do something, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, at all. And I, I think that yeah. people just need to really understand, just get that. Like, they don't need to do it. They don't, they don't get that. You know what they say? This is what the argument that I've seen that's out there. The argument is that their God-given rights has been, their rights have been given them from by God nope. and not by man. So they're entitled and they're being oppressed because their rights are infringed or whatever the fuck. So that their whole argument is like their um, God-given rights versus their governmental rights are different. Like, no, what does that you mean? don't you don't have God-given rights. Yeah, I First don't think all, they. I don't think they understand. They don't understand that your God-given rights are are irrelevant. They really are. Like, if you think, if you believe in a God, the rights that you believe in that God gave you, they're irrelevant. If you believe that God um, gave you the right to, you know, drive your car at a hundred and twenty miles per hour, you know, in a school zone, where are your rights? God, God doesn't grant you shit. There are rules that you're supposed to follow in society. And it has nothing to do with fucking God. It, it's stupid as fuck. Like you saying that... I can't stand the God-given right fucking argument. Because it, it literally does not exist. That If you want to talk about... If you want to actually talk about gods and rights... and If you believe in the Bible... And I see a guy that has his, his face cleanly shaven... God told you to fucking grow your beard out. And if you don't grow your beard out, then there's a problem. God also said that uh, women are supposed to cover their heads at all time. God said a whole bunch of shit in the Bible that people don't fuck... God also said that you can't wear clothing with more than two different... More than uh, one kind of fabric. You know, so there's a whole bunch of shit that people don't follow in the Bible. But all of a sudden, they're trying to just grasp at little straws for excuses to not be inconvenienced. But it's not... It's, it's not a large inconvenience to just fuck, wear a fucking mask. It's not that goddamn hard to do. It's not that hard to do. But they're just, they're just weak fucking people. You're weak bitches. Because you don't want to protect yourself and others. It's mostly others at this mm -hmm. point. People don't really seem to understand. It's like, well, why do you got to wear a mask? It's like, okay, it's to protect... I have the vac... I I'm vaccinated. But I, I know that I can get the coronavirus still... And I could pass it on without even knowing that I have the coronavirus. Without feeling sick at all. And so that's why I still wore a mask. Even after the mask mandate went down. Because I don't... I, you know, the possibility was there. And... Back into the cure. Yeah. And, and I know that it's still going around. And I know stupid ass fucking people are still not masking up. And so I could still get it and pass it on to somebody else that's not vaccinated. Or somebody that's immunocompromised that can't get the vaccine. Or a kid. Or some shit like that. And it, it's not really that difficult to really understand once you actually take the time to, like, put down some dogma and, like, listen to people. But people don't want to do that. They just yeah. they just don't want to be inconvenienced. I don't want to put a, a mask on my face because, you know... I can't breathe. Yeah, you can't yeah, breathe. I can't breathe. You can't it's breathe. uncomfortable. No. It looks bad. You can breathe. Blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, there's people that, I, that are still to this day, people that I know that I'm, I'm about to unfucking friend that are saying that masks are, you know, are harmful. Masks are not fucking harmful, bitch. If you go get surgery, your goddamn doctor wears a mask. For eight hours or more. For hours, yeah. yes. So get the fuck out of here with your stupid ass. Masks are harmful fucking bullshit. Shut the fuck up. You're stupid. You just, you just, at this point, you're, you're fucking stupid. And you really, there's no excuses out there to say that, you know, masks are harmful. There's, there's been like maybe a small percentage of people that, 
that maybe can't wear masks. But it's so... I, I can't... I literally cannot think of an instance of where this would be an issue. But it, if, those, uh, if those people do exist, you probably shouldn't be in public right now. Because if, if you got the Rona, the, ma- the Rona would definitely fucking kill you because it's a fucking disease that attacks your lungs. I, I, like, I would say the only people who... Sh- well, there are probably other people, but... Like, I think if you're two and younger, not even two, I think two-year-olds can wear a mask, but, like, you know, infants, they can't they can wear a fucking mask. Even though I got I got a cute little Disney one I have for Sebi, for a little baby bash. But, um, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's really crazy. Like, we were we were on the cusp of having this fucking taken care of. Like, we had people were getting vaccinated. The numbers were going down. It was looking all good. Companies were talking about, like, I mean, they started to open up shit and like the capacity for things were like lifted like you know like we went to ikea and like there's no fucking line to get in like they there was no like regulator at the doors or anything there was just everybody just come the fuck in here and it's like we're, we're literally going back to fucking ground zero all over again just because some people who was like i don't want to get vaccinated i don't want to wear my mask you, i don't have to show proof that I have a vaccine, like nobody's checking me. Like I'm just gonna do what I what I what yeah, I've been doing. That's the ma- that's one of the the crazy things for me is that we're in this weird like catch twenty two, where it's like people that got the vaccine, it's like I should be able to like take my mask off, but then it's like if you want to take your mask off, we already know there's people out there that don't get the vaccine. This is the catch twenty two comes in. It's like, do we need to have, you know, prove to me that you got a, got the vaccination? And that's where it kind of encroaches upon rights sort of but not really because yeah, people that I mean, think that it encroaches upon your rights it's like listen when you when you put your kid in school in public school they have to be vaccinated with like a whole bunch of other different vaccinations it's, it's a fucking shitload oh yeah we were i was talking about this with a bunch of people and there's a there's stuff that people probably take for, for granted like tb tb is still very dangerous to children like tb spreads with like literally physical contact like no, touch to touch not even physical um, contact no you can breathe well, in, it, it, just breath breathe it in too yeah but like you no, can no, no. you can sneeze in your hand touch someone and then tb no you can literally be in the same v- vicinity and just breathe around them I, I, I only know this because i have a tb um i've been exposed to tb i have the antibodies oh, for tb and so like when so when i get the fucking that stupid ass fucking shot now my fucking arm blows up so now i have to get fucking chest x-rays all because, you get the bubble? Yeah, because when I was... The bubble was fucking gigantic. So I remember, like, the, the first time I got it... first couple of times I got it, when I was in the Marine Corps. It stayed small. And then I went to Africa. And then one of the majors that I was in... That I was in the same building with... He got TB out there. And ever since then... the fu- I got a shot after that. And the fucking... The test, like, just it just blew up on my arm. And I have to get chest x-rays anytime I have to get a TB test. To prove yeah. that I don't have fucking TB. Yeah, I was exposed to TV as well when I was younger, but I didn't. The bubble always went down, so because some kid had it and it was spreading, so they had to like quarantine the kid. I didn't know until afterwards, but it was all bad. But well, yeah, I mean, there's a. I mean, whooping cough. We talked about polio. Mm-hmm. All those your kids got to get vaccinated. Fucking we it's on the schedule. You're on the schedule too. Like when you go to do the vaccines, it's some of them are some of them you can get all at once. Other ones you have to wait a few weeks in order to get the rest. And that's so like, just to go to public school. Yeah. So with uh, little Bash, um, like he's he's gonna like he's up there getting the vaccination. But like we decided to do a modified um, vaccine schedule. So instead of him getting like fucking like five shots in one fucking day, we decided to like to break it up so he gets like 
two one month and then the following month against like the other three or something like that just because you know we just felt like that's it's too much on a little body but you know he's he's still doing fine like he's he's not in school or anything so it's not like he's really out there meeting people but we just kind of wanted to break up the him getting all these fucking shots at once I mean, we broke it up too, I but mean, at, the, at the same time, though, it's like there's a, a a few shots that are like it's multiple vaccines in one shot. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so those you, those are the ones we got got them in out of the way. Yeah. But so, you know, what's crazy uh, is that um uh some like a lot of these companies that are out there are requiring the, requiring their employees who are coming back to the office to be vaccinated. What's your guys' mm-hmm. feelings about that? I, I know I don't see, Apple, Apple I don't Google, see and Facebook are requiring their employees to do that. So, I believe what the, the state of New York, is it the city of New York or the state of New York, is going to start requiring people to prove that they are vaccinated to enter a public setting. I think California. The first state. No, uh, New York apparently is the first state. They're the first, I don't think California is true. They are. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything about it yet. I mean, I work with the as far as insinuating that you people that you know come in and prove they've been vaccinated and i know that's going to cause issues with a lot of people oh yeah there's going to be people who are probably going to try to burn establishments down i mean we're going to end up repeating season one of covid where people are going to be (laughs) protesting and they're going to try to burn shit down and then they're going to try to blame it on all these like organizations that are out there it's going to just be all bad like I said before, so, we all have to get vaccinated to go to school. So people are just making these mm-hmm. stupid ass arguments. You have to get va- we most people that live in like the vast majority of people that live in America have all been vaccinated. Unless you're like a fucking, um, it's like very few people. Like I'm, I'm thinking of like the Amish. Maybe the Amish don't get vaccinated, but they're also protected. Or by is it Jehovah Witnesses <laughs> too? I, I think they get it too. It's just like because they go to they go to schools. They go to public schools as well. Um, so I don't understand mm-hmm. the whole like real issue with it. Like, listen, I'm working from home. I worked from home for the past like ten years. Not a, not a big deal for me anyway. The company that I work for, which is a very very large uh, computer organization, um, they are saying they said even like after things start opening up, like, hey, if you don't want to come in the office, don't worry about it. If you want to come in, feel free. So, but they're already shutting down like a lot of the uh, offices around the world. And I'm like, good, because save some money and pay us, pay your employees more. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm well compensated, money. so I'm, I can't really complain. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that? money. Leases are expensive, especially in California. If you're able to shut down a whole building, that's money you save. Yeah. You can sell that to some realtor or something and then get your money back and then pay your employees more. Or what they're most likely going to do is pay their executive bigger bonuses. Yeah, exactly. What's kind of cool is that. Um, so the Swedens went back to work today, um, after being off for a couple of months for paternity or motherly leave or I don't know what it's called. Maternity. Anyway, so, maternity. Yeah. So she got an email from her company that there's a link. There's California has a link that you can go to where you can get a digital copy of your vaccination. So you can look mm. your you can look up your name, you can look it up by your name and your birthday, and you get like a QR code that you can save to your phone. So I think having that, like just simply like somebody I guess, yeah, I guess you can still forge a fucking QR code. So yeah, I mean, I could take your picture of mine and copy someone's name 
in fucking Photoshop yeah. or not even Photoshop. Yeah, I have like a little editor on my phone. I can send it to all my friends. You're a fucking cure creator. Let, let's be honest and insulting because I don't give a fuck at this point. When people aren't getting vaccinated, they ain't that fucking smart. They ain't gonna fucking look up how to fucking copy QR codes. Shit like that. And if you're a listener that's like, I'm not getting vaccinated, sub us to the podcast. I don't give a fuck. You're fucking stupid. Damn. Unless you have medical reasons, then st- st- continue listening to the podcast. Well, yeah, but the medical reasons are like, <laughs> I already said, came back, she's had three open heart surgeries. Um, and she's got the vaccine. So, I, I, mean, I, I can't think of, obviously I'm not a fucking doctor, so I'll give that caveat. I can't think of too many um, reasons why somebody couldn't get vaccinated where the vaccine is possibly more dangerous than the coronavirus to that same person. So, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, isn't I believe our state is paying people $100 to get a free test. So, basically, you get paid to get the test? Yeah, well, I think they're... Tr- I, well, I know that um, uh, President Biden he was trying to get that some kind of thing going where you know if you get vaccinated you get a hundred dollars but then i think there was another a few states were doing fucking lotteries like like me like you know i think they did like a weekly potluck where like you can become a millionaire basically because you got the COVID vaccine vaccination but i don't know i feel like like it literally the, the numbers for getting people vaccinated was going like up higher and higher like the number of people like it was hard to make an appointment like it took like weeks and blah 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 like now I can walk into fucking Costco, or no, not even Costco, like fucking Lucky's and just get a, a vaccine shot if I need to because there's so many, there's so many openings out there right now because people, they're not out there getting vaccinated, which is sad. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of testing areas shut down. They were doing like drive-through like vaccinations and some of those had to sh- shut down because people weren't showing up. Yeah. So... And a lot of the vaccines have like a shelf life too, because it has to be at a certain temperature and this and yep. that. So, I, I I think the government is probably losing a bunch of money because they're the one. I think they're they're the one flipping the bill for this. So like you know whatever they can think, print money. Whatever. Well, no, it's like it's probably cheaper for them to offer people a hundred dollars to get vaccinated than it is for them to just let these vaccinations go to waste. Because I mean, either way, their money is going to go to waste because the vaccine the vaccines are going to like expire or whatever mm-hmm. I don't know, it's 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 sad because we have some because my whole reason for not wanting to get the vaccine originally was because i felt like okay this is rush and you know how come they came up with the vaccine so fucking quick and blah 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 but it's like like how they say like we get vaccinations for other things like the flu we get a fucking flu shot once a year which i've only gotten twice in my life but <laughs> but like i mean we, we trust that and like that shit's like, it's, it's almost 50-50 when it comes to the flu shot. I mean, the another thing is people who are, like, saying that, hey, we got this um, vaccine pretty quick. Uh, I kind of disagree because this was a round-the-clock research attempt by countries around the world all collaborating, all experimenting, all doing different things to get this. I mean, yeah, I know there's pharmaceutical companies, but they're... There was other people as well too. There were scientists, companies, doctors. You know, everyone was putting in their input to how to combat this and how the best way to achieve a working vaccine. And they were talking about this in early 2020, and they were working literally, almost literally 24 hours a day, just try to get this through. And it had to be tested 
it wasn't as if they just got this. Like mm-hmm. part of the part of the vaccine phase was actually testing it on and humans, on humans, and there's yeah. people who volunteered, and yes, people did die, and there's probably the that's probably the information people are going off of about the um, the vaccine is that the people that volunteered and didn't work on them or it caused unseen side effects. Unfortunately, these people, you know, they they knew what they were getting into. Basically, they knew what they signed up for. They tell them you could possibly die or have un, you know, un- reaction. yeah, you can have some weird reaction that we don't know about. But those things, these people's sacrifice helped get a working vaccine. I mean, I would say that these people are the true patriots. For real. Not all heroes wear, wear capes. Yeah. Some of them got fucking injection needles in their arms. Yeah, these <laughs> people, a lot of these people are nameless. They didn't, they're not going to release the names of the people that went and got tested or potentially died because of testing. Yeah. I mean, this was, this was stuff that, you know, that in the name of science, people did. I mean, we've been doing this for like, a little over a hundred years, like since the eighteen hundreds, where they were doing tests on stuff, tests on people, tests on animals. You know, like the, the one thing I want to I want to give a sh- uh, another thing, I, like with, with African Americans, like there's a whole history of 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 us being fucking like experiment, not not us, African Americans being experimented on, where they like mm-hmm. where they would test fucking by our own country, by our own yeah. government. Mm-hmm. Use it on fucking drugs against us and telling us it's for something else. Like, oh, this will get rid of your athlete feet. Well, mm-hmm. shit, I got gonorrhea now. Like, what the fuck is this shit all about? Yeah, this. Will, oh, this will get rid of your your. Are you talking about your this? fungus on your hands? So this will get rid of your fungus on your hand. What are you guys talking about? Uh, we're talking about how like uh, the government would experiment on black people. Oh, like Tuskegee. Yeah, yeah yes. being the biggest one brought out to the public's attention. But yeah. For some reason, people seem to either forget or deny. Well, they don't know, but it's also when people get so like viscerally angry about reparations. Guess what? For the Tuskegee experiment and a lot of their uh, kids, they're getting reparations. So yeah, America has paid reparations yep. out to other Americans on multiple occasions, but for some reason, just not in the vast majority of black people. So yeah. I can't remember who I was watching. They were talking about the whole. Um, oh, it was uh, it was on Netflix. Uh, they were talking about the whole uh, reparations and how like you know people think like uh, like if people if black folks black, black folks, if black people got reparation 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 sorry for like slavery and stuff like that like uh, people would just use that money on buying alcohol and blah 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 and it's like <laughs> I think we're ghetto. If, 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 yeah, like I was thinking about that. I was like, if I got, like, if I got like two hundred thousand dollars to use however I want, it's like, you know what? I would, I would use that to better. I would use that to improve my life. Like, I'll take a few courses and stuff like that. I'll do some house repairs. I might invest it in like maybe buying other properties and stuff like that. But then like they talked about how like you know, they did release it. Like, it was there'd be like rules to it. Like, oh, you you cannot use this toward like education no. or for buying property or something like no. that. It's like. That, like that's not you, there yeah, shouldn't be you a rule tell, on how yeah. I should spend my money. <laughs> a stipulation. It's like when you win the lottery, they don't tell you what to do with your money. Exactly. They, when, all when, they want is their taxes. When do you it. get a paycheck, or when your fucking family happens to pass that money on to you, they tell you what the fuck to do with it exactly. exactly. No. And the problem is that what what people don't seem to understand is that 
a lot of this generational wealth is based upon the, the backs of um, racism. Because when you look mm -hmm. at, like, um, go back to, like, slavery days, the vast majority of wealth that was, you know, garnered, garnered, in, Amer garnered in, in America were based upon, you know, African slaves, enslaved people. And that's how they first started gaining wealth in America. And a lot of these uh, families in America, they just kept building upon that free enslaved wealth over the years. And, and even when slavery ended, we were still forced to live in certain locations to where we couldn't really... Where we, first of all, we couldn't own a home at all. And if we hmm. could happen to so own a home, it was redlining. And it was in shitty places where you know, it was next to an industrial area or a place to where... They, w they didn't have any sort of uh, community services and shit like that. That's why you have ghettos. If you look at any kind of... If you look up redlining and look up where ghettos are, they're the exact fucking areas. It's because it's where places where we were forced federally to live there on a federal level because you could, literally couldn't get a loan to live somewhere else. Yeah, it was... Um, Chronos brought this into the chat. or It's a year of Prodigy, but like it was uh, John Oliver... He had brought that up like a couple of weeks ago, where he talked about redlining. I think we touched on it a little bit, about but yeah, we didn't back. go. And... Yeah. Was it John Oliver? It was John Oliver, but I, you know, we talked about it a yeah. while back. Um, and yeah. then Prodigy had me. He just suggested a book called uh, "The Color of Law," which is an excellent book, uh, which I, I read. Yeah, it's really good. And then I did a, an episode on balance exchange. I'm not sure if it's out yet or it's going to come out in season two on racism. And basically on like why black people don't have the same amount of wealth as white people. And it's the one of the main reasons why is because the vast majority of people that have wealth in America, most of their wealth is tied into their real estate. And up until like 1960-something, or even maybe even past that, there was redlining to where we literally could not buy a home in a desirable neighborhood. Well, yeah, it's, so. it's kind of crazy because... Um where the Swedes and I live right now, <clears throat> like I was talking to the neighbor and she had said like, oh, she, she wasn't trying to be racist with what she said. Like she had just broke down like a little bit of the history of the area. And she was basically saying like, um, like, yeah, back in the day, like in this area, um, like it was just mainly just white people living in this area. And like, you know, only people who would come over here are people who are like maids and such and such. And it's like, wow, like, damn, this is fun. And like, I, I live in Hayward, but like, I, I'm like, kind of up in the hills a little bit but i don't know it just it's just knowing that little bit of history it's like like damn like holy shit like that's fucking that's the greatest shit but like my the street i live on it's pretty diverse like we got everybody we got white black mexican asian we got some people i got like uh my neighbor he's from africa and like when he told me he was from africa i was like he ain't from no africa he's like yeah I'm from africa just not there's not just black people in africa i guess he's from mm -hmm. south africa and like, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I, around the corner, I got some I got some neighbors from, um, oh, what are they from? Uh, God, I can't the other country they're from. But, like, it's just, my, my street is pretty fucking divorced. Divorced. Diverse okay. <laughs> for the area. Your street got divorced, I, like, hey, uh. I, I still think, yeah, hey, uh. That's all bad. But, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's I like, I like, if, if I got a check for $200, like, it just, if it was a million dollars, that'd be great. Like, yeah, that would, that would change my life dramatically. If it's 200000 if it's 100000 even if it's 60000 Like, yeah, that shit would fucking dramatically improve my life. I mean, that would improve my, most people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the fact that I don't think people, people understand, like, the, the actual generational wealth that was lost um, with 
our generation because you know my my mom didn't own a home until she was already like in her 50s so she rented up until she was in her 50s and that that was by design i mean you know when her when she was young um she couldn't own a home like anywhere that, that was desirable so she was forced to rent so she could not own you know something that uh was going to gain her wealth like at all and that's what people just don't understand so when i when i break down like you know racism for people that don't understand like how it still affects people today that's one of the main reasons like it's through like housing and like my mom passed away last year i didn't i didn't get anything so my dad passed away same thing yeah most people that if you know most people that are you know of european descent if your parents you know pass away they're passing down something something to you and we don't get anything like a lot of us we don't get anything like that like at all and it's through racist policies at the federal level you know, you know what's kind of crazy? Um, we were watching that, that John Oliver. I was watching with the sweetness. And I, I never understood when it says, like, white, non-Hispanic. Like, I was like, why do, like, whenever they ask you for the race, like, why is that on there? Uh, you didn't, you didn't know? I, well, no. So, I, like, I was like, why, okay, it says white, and it says white, non-Hispanic. And I was like, wait, what the fuck's the difference between those two? And the sweetness was like, well, look at me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, I guess. I mean, <laughs> Didn't you? Uh, who went to? No, it wasn't you. I could have sworn you went to Spain or Italy or something. But Not yeah, with me. The, they well, also have. So it says white non-Hispanic, but it also says black non-Hispanic. Blue, but your your wife though, she's Hispanic. Yeah, she is. But like, it didn't dawn on me, onto me until like I I had actually like I was like we were watching the series and I had asked that question like wait how come it says white non-Hispanic like what the fuck does that mean? And she, she was like, well, look at me. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. What, when, I, when I look at her, like, I don't think of, like, a white person. Yes, her skin is pale, but she's definitely not. This is, like, one of the weird things. It is, um, it has to do with, it's, it's actually some crazy racist bullshit of, like, when people can pass as white because of the way that their, their facial features are or their skin tone is and it's just like it's to get them into like being accepted as white because then they're they can they can pass and that's like that's just some some race, racist bullshit just because you can yeah. pass it just means that you're accepted by white people it's it's, it's fucking bullshit it really is and I, i'm not gonna lie i thought this means was white when i first met her really yeah <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she speaks spanish didn't no, she, she didn't did speak. She didn't speak yeah. Spanish at all when I met her. I thought she spoke. Okay. Well, because we met. Why I, would you? We met oh, her, oh, did you? I'm very curious now. Why would? Hmm. Why would she speak Spanish to somebody? <laughs> like, what do you just mean? randomly? Oh no, I meant to like her because he lives with her family, and if they're speaking Spanish at home. No, I'm talking about when we first met. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, it it took me like maybe a week or two before I realized that she was Mexican. Okay. But like off, off the top, when I first met her, first impression, I I thought she was Caucasian. And I the fact that she was from the same city I was from, that blew my mind too. <laughs> Actually, I I will um. I can't add a, a, so with with your wife, I knew that she wasn't white, but with uh the person that I that I knew before K Mac, Blue knows what I'm talking about. Did you know that she was a uh, Mexican and Portuguese? 
Actually, I did know that because the girl I was dating was when I told me that. Ah, all right. I didn't know for uh, for a while. So yeah, I get that. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we we're we're on that political trip. Yeah. Where should we go now? Let's be done with that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think Project's gonna be jumping on here. So should we get into the the black snake in the room? Or yes. he didn't get his um his uh yard time from Zuck. So. <laughs> well, let's go to uh you want me to I'll set it up I guess. Uh so Black Widow. So apparently uh this is uh, it's just funny because Patrick who is a listener listener of the podcast um he sent me this story when it first broke and it was that Scarlett Johansson is was suing Disney um, because she, for breach of contract so apparently Black Widow when she signed the contract for Black Widow she was supposed to it was supposed to be released only in theaters for X amount of time and then it could get released on, on digital um, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to make uh, an assumption to begin with and I'm pretty sure that, that my assumption is correct but that her what she gets paid residuals it is off of like the actual theater sales, right? So yes. she's gonna get paid more than most people watching the theaters. But I give a caveat: is that most, well, if you just read that story on face value, I think that people don't understand that uh, Black Widow was supposed to come out like a year ago, like during mm -hmm. the Rona, and this mm -hmm. is before like the whole digital semi-revolution with with uh, with movies, and so they didn't rene she didn't rene renegotiate her contract to get digital sales but I think it's also a uh, part that's wrong on Disney's part because yeah. Disney kind of changed their contract and just decided to release Black Widow in, on digital and in theaters on the same fucking day which if I was an actor and my my paycheck was um, billed into theater sales I'd be pretty pissed too Another thing, though, is that if they did give her money off of the digital sales, then to me she has like uh, less, way less of an argument. But I don't think they did, and I have no evidence to say that they did. Um, so yeah, Disney's getting sued by Scarlett Johansson about that, and I think that she should win. To be honest, yeah, because if she's not getting the any any of the digital sales at all, she should definitely win 100%. Even if she's getting only some of the digital sales. She should probably still win because it's still a fucking contract that she signed. Was it uh, like wasn't the digital sales like just as high as the fucking theater sales? Yeah, it was like sixty million dollars. No. It's a lot of money. Sixty million. Yeah. Um, I really wish Prodigy was here because I, I I have I don't want to go too deep, but I'm gonna stick with the the lawsuit. So Disney Plus was launched on November twelfth of two, 2019. And at that time, um, I guess a few months later, I think December 2019, they were trying to decide what to do with uh, with Black Widow. No, because of the run. Black, nope, Black Widow already had a release in 2019. Black Widow. Oh, had a release May second, 2020. 2020 was the original. Yeah. So according to her, uh, so this is from the New York Post that the complaint the complaint on her lawsuit claims that Johansson's lawyers had reached out in 2019 to Disney with concerns about the film being giving a multi-platform release 
They later tried to renegotiate her contract after the release of strategy got changed. And so apparently they Disney did, did not come back to the negotiating table, decided to do whatever they wanted to do, and po basically pocketed $60 million. Okay, well, And yeah. Johansson is executive producer on the film. So based on her original contract, she's supposed to get a percentage on theater sales, which would have been a shitload of money provided that uh, it did ridiculous money or ridiculous money over its theater run. So the original deal is that the movie would be in theaters for 45 days. Then it would move to digital. Yeah, so if, apparently, if, that, if that's all true, I'm not a lawyer, but she should win. Easily. So, I know if Prodigy was here, I know he was out there talking shit, saying that she had terrible, that she doesn't know how to negotiate, and she had terrible representation, but he didn't have all the stuff on him, he didn't have all the facts or whatnot. <clears throat> I know he's probably, he's probably asleep right now, but... I mean, he's I a hard-working man. Into the he's a hard-working hard man. Yeah, so, but he still, he's hard work at hating on Scarlett Johansson and everything she does. I don't know why when Gal Gadot is looking for a paycheck still, and I'm just saying. She, she been got paid. She got, she got paid more than ScarJo. No, she did not. She got paid $10 million. So, in December of 2020, Warner Brothers Pictures paid out Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot $10 million based on their algorithm on what they were supposed to be paid. I don't want to go too deep into this because I have this save for Prodigy, but yes, they got paid. But according to the theater sale, theater ticket sales from Wonder Woman 1984, it only did $166 million from its entire theater run. Just saying. Just yeah, but you don't, you don't know how much you got paid, though. Um, Actually, overall, let's see. Because uh, are you talking about the first one or the second one? Actually, the second one. I got no skin in the game. I, I have no skin in the game either way. I really don't give a shit who got paid more. <laughs> so <laughs> I really, I just thought well, about it. I, I don't care who got paid more. Well, with the whole Scarlet thing, it's interesting too because um, yeah, uh, she so only got ten million who versus did... versus Scarjo who got ten million. million. That's it for yeah, like for Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. She reportedly got oh, ten okay. million. Well, Scarjo. Released by Disney as a counter and their countersuit or, or their defense, they said she got paid twenty million on top of the residuals she's supposed to get. Well, apparently Emily Stone, who did, who's a she was Emma a Stone. headliner. Emma Stone. She was a headliner in uh in Cruella. Apparently, she's starting to sue Disney too for the kind of the same reason. Mm -hmm. And then, which also prompted Gerard Butler to sue his production company for releasing. A film early on digital and not getting residuals because apparently he's executive producer as well. I don't know. So. Cruella was a really good movie, so I think Emily definitely uh, deserved that. Uh, Scarlet's as well, like, you know, they should get because the whole being able to stream these shows from home, like, the, even the numbers prove it, like, people are enjoying watching. I can't really say that they're enjoying watching movies from home, it's just super more convenient. To watch a movie from home, but then again, like you know, if these movies were released in theaters, like so, if uh, Black Widow's released in theaters right now in the Bay Area, it costs at least fifteen dollars a person to buy to watch a movie. So no, that's just to buy a ticket. Yeah, it's just for a ticket. So that's thirty dollars right alone. That's thirty dollars. 
which is the price of watching it at home streaming it but like if you have kids that's another i don't even know how much kids are like what let's say it's cheaper ten dollars but yeah don't okay so when you say just a ticket they don't she only gets paid from the ticket she doesn't get paid from yeah, any of the food so yeah but like just that being said like i can have a fucking house like a, a house viewing party or whatever but then like you know everybody's getting fucking rona so ain't nobody coming to my goddamn house but um <laughs> no like just, just if you have a bunch of kids like that's just watching at home just it's just more convenient and just just make things easier and then you also kind of own the movie so you don't have to well you own the movie as long as you have disney plus i i'm assuming if you if if you miss a p- credit card payment or something like that and shit gets turned off you're gonna lose your fucking movie but then again it's gonna be on there eventually but uh mm-hmm. kind of like like moana that's on there now and oh, i'm moana uh oh. mulan same thing with uh, cruella cruella will be free in i think uh on the 17th or something so yeah. I looked at I mean, it today and I was like, oh, this is going to be free. So if I wait, I can just stream it and just sit back. Yeah, to be honest, I, I, go okay. ahead. No, I just say, yeah, I just I just want to end the notes that I think Scarlett, she she deserved it. I mean, she, she's she's like the number one. Is she still the number one paid female actress or is she has she fell from that grace? No idea, actually, at this point. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Though. Disney really fucked up. And yeah. I think that uh, Disney fucked up. I think that uh, it's also an issue with the vast majority of the theater owners. They fucked up. Um, they didn't pivot in time for the coronavirus. Don't get me wrong. The coronavirus uh, was out of nowhere. You know, it's a once in a century. hundred years. <laughs> yeah, sort of virus to come around. But they definitely, the industry as a whole did not adjust well enough to uh to account for any of this but listen if you had contracts with people and you decided to change the contract without them knowing and just do whatever you wanted like you'd be holding that contract you know like you need to you need to do the needful as people in india would say that are not fluent in enough english um (laughs) but yeah it's uh it's pretty fucked up i think that uh, the the movie theater owners and movie theater you know like companies in general they should have immediately started pivoting towards buying up digital rights to uh, movies early on but they didn't they didn't at all they just decided but it's 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 not totally their fault because they didn't know how long this was gonna last but you know who did know it was gonna last fucking Amazon and HBO Max <laughs> and all these other digital fucking places that already knew like hey. Well, this is a good time to like you know start getting into you know getting some of that revenue and that revenue is going to stay with them for fucking ever now because it's always going to be an option especially for parents that don't want to have the hassle of going into a theater with their kids and w- having their kids uh not enjoy a movie that you paid for and doing whatever they wanted to and you can't enjoy the movie because you got to fucking hunt them down in a movie theater <laughs> you know what i mean so uh yeah, it's it's shitty all around, but it's just people are industries are not shifting uh, agilely to shifting situations because they want things to stay static, they want their money to stay static, like the revenue streams to stay static, and uh, yeah, I mean they're they're learning now, but it's it's fucking too late, you know. The, yeah, the, well, there, there's gonna be some movie theater like brick and mortar movie theater company that's gonna stick around for a long time. But no one knows who it is right now. I got AMC stock. I hope it's them. But 
Um, mm-hmm. Amazon, you know, out when you were them, so did Netflix, so did, you know, HBO Max. So, yeah, go ahead, Blue. Well, I was just to say, like, before the whole pandemic, the one great thing that theaters were doing fucking well was that they, they were remodeling the theaters and they had the whole fucking lounge seats and like yeah. the, the capacity of a certain amount of people and you and like you know you had you got you have the option to reserve your seat which i which i thought was fucking great like before people waiting in line to get a got the yeah wait in line to get make sure you get a fucking decent seat that shit was all thrown out the window but the greatest thing that theaters did was that they introduced alcohol like there was a fucking <laughs> bar like you get you like they would have special themed drinks that would go with the fucking movie that was just released which was fucking great mm-hmm. and i love that sh- i mean <clears throat> It was, it's kind of a catch-22 because, you know, if you're drinking a lot of beer, that means you gotta go to the bathroom, means you're gonna fucking leave in the middle of the movie, which fucking sucks. And they would have, like, a limit of, like, two... You only can have two drinks in your hand at once. I but, think they were know. close to having catheters. Like, they they're gonna install catheters. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Just fucking unzip like, on your seat and just, just go right there. Like, it's cool because, like, you know, you like, there, there was that theater, that one theater that they had that they served out on like everybody would go there and watch a movie just because like it was maybe adults or whatever not but then like a lot of these these theaters started to catch on but um so <clears throat> I, I went I, I looked up the top uh paid actresses for 2021 and uh yeah Stitch would be pissed off about this because uh Scarlett's well, nowhere Scarlett's not on this list <laughs> damn and it's actually surprising. Number one is uh, Sofia uh, Sofia Vergara with forty three <laughs> wow. million. Oh, because the Modern Family. Angel- yeah, Modern Family. She's probably getting revenue from that. But like Angela, well, because well, it's in syndication. So yeah, well, that's in syndication. But then like her, she has like a long. Well, she's, I think she's on um, like uh, America Got Talent and some other shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, Angelina Jolie's number two, Gal Gadot, is number three, and Melissa McCarthy is number four. Was Cheryl Street. It's number twenty four. It's twenty four, and it's like holy shit! What what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> no street. Yeah. She does like. Uh, uh, she's in some stuff. Bella Davis is number ten on here, hmm. at fifteen million. But this is uh, I'm pulling this number this, from this the nationalnews.com. This is for last year. I know it's for twenty twenty one. Okay. Well, this was surprising. Yeah. This was posted uh February sixteenth of twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, Sophia, she getting, she's getting that American Got Talent money. Uh, cause she gets, she gets 43 million. Uh, I didn't say it per episode, but yeah, like, damn, that's pretty good. First, a 48 year old. Oh, she gets, she gets, uh, 500 million an episode. 500 million? 500,000. Sorry, sorry. 500,000. Okay. 500,000 an episode. Yes, 500 million. That'd be quite a bit. Yeah. Well, that's from Modern Family. <laughs> so it's not even from fucking America's Got Talent. That's from fucking her right. work at in Modern Family. A lot of money. All right, moving on. Sure. So, have y'all been watching the Olympics? Because it's still going on. A little bit. I watched mm-hmm. over the weekend. Nope. Been, watch, been watching a bit too. <laughs> I saw like some some guy. I think it was an American dude doing do the BMX and get like really fucked up. Did y'all see that shit? Oh damn! Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, he like no, no, but I'm about, I'm about to it, I'm well, right now. You could okay before you Google it and look it up. The guy has very serious injuries. Like he has a fucking he had I think it was uh, bleeding in his brain. He broke some bones. Holy shit! Yeah, like, he got really fucked up. And like when he fell, like I I knew he was knocked the fuck out like right away. 
I was like, that, that dude's fucked. And then when, like, the, the person that crashed with him was, like, trying to help him up, and he was like, oh, my God, like, this guy's fucked. And he was, like, kind of freaking out about it. Like, it's it's not... It's not great. <laughs> but, yeah, people, people, he got he got pretty fucked up. Um, oh, so I... I think the the person's uh, Connor Fields crashed on his first turn on the BMX yeah. semifinals. Yeah, I, I, I haven't looked at it yet, but there's like a body on the ground. I'm like, okay, this must be it. Yeah, he it's was from six days ago. He was fucked. Um, I was watching. Uh, there was another BMX it? event that I was watching. It wasn't BMX. It was like it was BMX like street that I was watching, and there was like I'm gonna be I'll be I'm gonna be honest when I was watching this. So BMX. Street Olympics. So there was a female that was on there. I'm was somebody trying to? I'm did somebody... someone try to join the chat? What was that? What? Did someone try I to join? I saw the some chat? weird. Did someone try to join or no? I don't think so. Okay. So is BMX... well, I, I think it's interesting that BMX is in the fucking Olympics. Like, wow, that's like that's X Games type shit. Yeah, well, there's a lot of them there. Um, I thought I thought it was a uh, it was. Pretty cool. Actually, this is not it. There's a woman named Hannah something. Yeah, this ain't it. God damn it. But I was watching it, and I felt like a dick. Because, oh wait, maybe this wasn't. Yeah, it was Hannah. So, okay, so I was watching the BMX freestyle, and there was a woman that was doing this. She was 19 years old. And I was watching it, and I was like, that person is pretty big to be doing BMX. But also, um, understand that the BMX bike is fucking tiny, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and the person that was doing this, I mean, she's on the sort of largest. I'm not going to fucking fat shame this person, because she's fucking badass, all right? I was watching this person do it. Her name was Hannah Roberts. And I was like, this person's a BMX rider? And then, like, immediately I was like, this person, this chick is fucking badass. Like, she was doing all kind of fucking crazy tricks and shit. Which I couldn't ever fucking possibly dream of doing. I was like, she's fucking... Like, it was amazing. She was doing all kinds of amazing shit. And, uh... I didn't understand, like, how the fuck this person was even doing it. And she ended up getting second. And I thought that she was gonna win. And I felt bad because, like... The person that won was somebody from, uh... I think it was from England. Yeah, from Great Britain. Her name was... I think it was Charlotte Worthington who won. And she did, like, fucking... She did less, like, amazing tricks, but she did less tricks in general that were, like, really cool, but she did, like, more kind of complicated tricks. Like, she did a fucking front flip, like, from, like, a jump, and I was like, how the fuck did she even do that from a bicycle? <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was amazing. There's, like, a lot of really cool stories, like, for these, um, sort of, uh, you know, more, quote-unquote, extreme sports with the Olympics now that you can watch and it's just like if you get a chance like watch all the Olympics like I introduced uh, my youngest daughter to like rhythmic gymnastics the other day and she was like it blew her fucking mind like watching people do watching them do the like the the ribbon thing and the ball and the she called it a hula hoop but it was like the ring it's basically a fucking hula hoop but whatever like it's you can call it a ring when you're badass at it <laughs> call it whatever the fuck you want um and like watching my my, uh, my youngest daughter like be amazed by like these athletes doing these really amazing things with, like their bodies, it's like it's it's been it's been really cool. Like I, I want to watch uh, more of it. I've been trying to watch more. Um, if you get a chance to watch the Olympics, 
definitely watch. There's like, I think we're a little bit over halfway through with the Olympics at this point, even though like the whole COVID thing is happening with Japan, but mm. if you get a chance, <laughs> check it out. I mean, it's cool. Like, I, I still enjoy the Olympics. I really do. Have they introduced, yeah, um, have they, have they introduced the triple pole yet to the Olympics? Not yet. It's got yeah. one. But, but I think it's they have the their vertical pole. They have their <laughs> own Olympics, I believe. No, but um, like, if you if you like Google like the um, there's I can't remember what it's called, but like a lot of there's a, there's some cool fucking shit people do with the like with the vertical stripper pole, <laughs> stripper pole, but it's it's vertical pole, so they call it in like non-sexual terms, but whatever. But I think it like I think even like in India they have like competitions where they have with like dudes like men. Yeah, but dudes. those are fucking badass though. Like I fucking do I gotta say it, but pause no homo. But those dudes are fucking badass. That fucking zero pole. Yeah, the shit dudes. they fucking do. But it's kind of cool. There's actually um, a um, a TikToker I follow who she does like cool fucking shit on on a stripper. Like she doesn't do like sexy like you know check out my ass shaking type deal. Like she does like some fucking like ballerina fucking like type top uh tightrope walking type shit. Like it's it's insane. Like the stuff they can do with a with a fucking pole. And I, I know there, there's been like talks here and there about bringing it into the Olympics because it's basically gymnastics but on a vertical plane. And if, Sim- if Simone fucking got her hands on it, she probably would fucking kill at it because she's a fucking goat. Damn, yeah. Pole dancing is now a recognized sport and they want to be in the Olympics. Yes. That's crazy. Uh, there, I've seen some of the women's volleyball. I know that Prodigy was complaining about why the what was it the swiss or the german team didn't want to wear bikinis and now he's all upset so i don't well uh, i'll let him speak i didn't hear him say that but oh he posted it on twitter oh well all right well we can talk about it but they're um i'll talk about with him but whatever they're wearing like they were just wearing like shorts i'm like if you if if wearing shorts makes you more comfortable i don't really give a fuck I'm 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 not there to like don't get me wrong if you're wearing like a bikini and you have a nice ass, yeah, it's nice to see your ass, but you, that's not what you're there for. Like, I'm there to watch you like compete at your sport. I'm not there to like watch your ass. That's like there's no fucking there's no benefit or some like fucking gaming like any game from them wearing fucking shorts versus a bikini. So yeah, I don't know. The thing is, the team got fined for wearing yeah. shorts. That's yeah, yeah. So I was like, why are you getting fined for changing? I mean, if they're as long as they're able to play the sport and not be impeded. Why are you fighting them? Well, and it's inconsistent. So. It's inconsistent, too. Like, the IOC is, like, kind of... It's a fucked up organization. So, when we talk about, like, female uniforms, so they have, you know, at the, the same time as the volleyball team were getting fined for wearing shorts instead of bikinis, the... Uh, g- there's a gymnast group. I think maybe it was a Germany. There was some gymnast um, team that wore... Instead of wearing, like, the normal, like, unitard, they wore, like, long sleeves in long like pants with their like unitard thing so there was all covered up I'm like cool like i don't i don't mind that like i'm not it sometimes it actually is it's almost fucking distracting because it's like why are they wearing like this thing where they can get wedgies and shit like that can't be fucking comfortable like wear something that's fucking comfortable and do all these badass fucking moves that i can't possibly fucking do you yeah, know right. <laughs> like I, like the whole i don't understand why they even have that uniform to be honest with you, I, 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 I don't get it anymore. Yeah. Wear whatever makes you fucking comfortable. 
Mm-hmm. But at the same especially time, with like, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just say especially with like, if you're playing on a goddamn beach, you like you want to protect your fucking skin. Like you want to cover as much as you can. You want to get skin cancer. Yeah. Begin again. Fucking. I don't know. There is the a whole Olympic thing is kind of weird. Well, there, there's a limit though to like what I'm saying. Um, it, it comes to like there are certain uniforms that give people an advantage, and it comes mm. to like with swimming. So if you look up like the the laser suit, the LZR suit. Yeah, we talked about last swimming, week. Yeah, yeah, like that definitely gives people an advantage. But if it has like if you have no advantage, and you just want to be comfortable. Whatever the fuck you want, like I don't understand why you have like these inconsistent rules with like depending on your your gender and the sport. Like, you have to wear, like, the super tight-fitting things or whatever. But also, I, I want to also fucking highlight some shit that I noticed. When pe- when people always try to, like, specify, like, the women's outfits of being, like, super tight-fitting and, like, sexual or whatever. <laughs> like, go watch the fucking men's sprinting events. You can see their dick and balls. Like, and nobody That's talks about that. Like, seriously. Like, they wear, like, this crazy... These, these tight outfits, too... You can see the dick in their balls. If if they're comfortable wearing that, fine. But at the same time, like, why is nobody commenting on that? Like, they, you can see all their shit. You know, so let, let's yeah, not have a double it's, standard. It's so here. like, yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's so much of a double double standard when it comes to certain, certain events. Because I don't know, I guess in wrestling they're still wearing the tarts in that, right? Yeah, they're still wearing yeah. tarts. <laughs> it's like, well, men and women's wrestling they wear the exact same uniform. So I think the man should wear bikinis too, like in the female volleyball. Oh, well, <laughs> which, which, which in volleyball speedos. they definitely the men could wear speedos. They, no, could. they gotta wear a top two, man. Oh yeah, well, sure. <laughs> they gotta wear a sports bra. They wear fucking bikini. <laughs> sports bra, <laughs> fucking panties. <laughs> oh man, could you imagine that shit? Yes, I so, am. Well, they, they do it with uh, I think it's soccer, right? They have like this uh, it's it's a um, it's an apparatus mm, for it, yeah. it looks like a sports bra. But it's um it's uh it's like a health monitor. It's a fitness monitor, because it, it goes there's a, there's a certain like monitor in the chest, and it goes around like their whole body. So, but it looks like a sports bra for dudes. Oh, they have oh I thought it was for females. No, it's for dudes. Like I, let me fucking bring it up. I'm not tripping here. And I think I know what you're talking about. But it's interesting because like um I guess at least I don't know I'm not. I don't know the facts behind this, but I saw a shirt recently that says that um, skateboarding isn't an Olympic sport; it's a crime. Is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> that's from that's from like the nineties, man. Okay, so I was thinking like is skateboarding in the Olympics. Like I was kind of confused yeah, about skateboarding, that. Yeah, skateboarding is in the Olympics, and in the women's skateboarding, the two top skateboarders were like they're like little kids. Like one was like. 11 the other one was like 12 i think the gold medal winner was the the brazilian girl who was like 11 i think she won um the women's skateboarding the men i watched some of the men skateboarding a lot of them ate a lot of shit like there's just one trick they just fucking kept wiping out i don't know who went because they the u.s had two skaters uh for the men's uh, i don't think they i don't think they won i think they placed uh, silver yeah. In the finals, but oh, that, I never GPS tracker. So it's a GPS tracker and a, and a health tracker that they have, mm. and it's called the uh, Stat Sports, and it looks like a sports bra that dudes wear <laughs> playing soccer or football if you're outside of America. 
It's interesting because, like, I've never really been into Summer Olympics. I I'm down for the Winter ones. I love watching the Winter Olympics, like snowboarding and, uh, like, the... How is this even possible? Like, it we were athletes huh? in high school. I know, like, I don't know why, but, like, I don't know, the Winter Olympics just seem more interesting to me. Like, the, I don't know, for the Summer ones, it just seems like, you know... I, I feel like, well, back back in the day, I felt like anybody can fucking do it. And the winter ones was like, oh, like, I've never seen the snow. Like, this shit's fucking amazing. Like, goddamn, like, what Blue. the hell is that white stuff on the ground? Blue, that's because you were black and you blew up mostly in the ghetto. That's all bad. Exactly. Okay, so the young girl was the 19-year-old Japanese skater. She took gold for skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? I, I was trying to, like, I was talking to K-Mac about, like, swimmers and, like, like male swimmer bodies. Like, swimmers' bodies in general. And she was saying how, like, she thought that training um, in general was, like, is the way they got, like, their body shape. But I was, I was trying to explain to her that, no, like, most, like, swimmers that are Olympic-level swimmers, like, their whole bone structure is, like, different from, like, most people. Like, their actual bone... Like, they have, like, way wider shoulders than most people. Yeah, they're fucking... Um, their ribs, like, come way more up in, like, a V, you know? And, like, they have, like, mechanical advantages over, like, most people. It's not just, um... Them training. So, like... Training. So, like, if you look at, like, Blue's body, especially when he was younger, you still have, like, that same body. Like, your shoulders are, like, way wider yeah. than, like, mine. Like, not... Way wider than mine. Actually, no, they are. Your your shoulders are more yeah. wider than mine. Like yeah, my shoulders. Are, I have very very broad shoulders. Yeah, and but like if you look at most like most swimmers, like you you will never see an Olympic level swimmer that has like narrow shoulders. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just not gonna happen. Like yeah. and same thing. Like you won't see uh, a sprinter, male or female, that have wide hips. Like it's just it's not gonna happen. Like you you have to have like narrow hips because legs. it's. <laughs> well, no. You, well, Usain Bolt, he has long legs, but he's the only he's the aberration. But like, you need to have like the narrow um, hips to like help like get your to move your uh, legs around faster. If you have wider hips, it's like the the way you have to move is like it's not as efficient as someone that has narrow hips. And there, there's like mechanical advantages that people have from birth that people don't really seem to understand. Like you, you can't. You can't train um, your way out of your mechanical, like your basic mechanical advantages or disadvantages. You can't. There's, there's a limit that everybody has with their body. Everybody you has do, with their body. <laughs> that, that's and that's male or female. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> so, we want to move on, or we want to wrap it on up. What else is on the list? Let me see. I'm pretty close to wrapping up. Anyway, um, let's see. We didn't uh, we didn't talk about something big that happened two weeks ago. Was it two weeks? It was last week. I think it was last Wednesday or last Tuesday, which was the inquiry or um, into the oh, insurrection. Yeah. Oh, Go ahead, set it up. Go ahead. So from what I saw, because I only saw like the very first part it looks like um congress had an inquiry started an inquiry into the january 6th insurrection and they had i believe it was five i only i saw five there could be seven um 
D.C. or Washington, D.C. police officers who were defending the Capitol. And they gave their statements. I believe it was the last one. I want to say it was the last Wednesday. It could have been the week before. Um, there was a lot of things that they had brought to light that them or people were saying that they were either lying or there's no evidence to support them um did y'all see any of this stuff or not yeah i i did i watched um two of the officers uh full uh testimonies and i believe it was what was the first guy's name oh i'm trying to pull it up god damn you washington post because yeah asked me to pay for shit i'm like no because you have ads not doing that shit so i watched uh Michael Falcone and I believe it was Daniel H- no Harry Dunn. Hmm. He was the I think that was the large, large guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched both of them, and their statements were, especially I believe it was Harry Dunn. Hold on, let me just give me a second here, man. Yeah, who's was the, the one that slammed the table? That was, was Falcone. Accusing Con- yeah. Okay, yeah, he was the one who accused. Um, Congress that they were trying to deny that those events happened so he was kind of pissed there were people saying that he rehearsed that or was acting on what was going on I mean maybe but he did he seemed like he was pissed his whole yeah, no, testimony he's, he's been pissed <laughs> for it, a while go ahead Blue no, I was going to ask a question was it just the four um, DC officers that they were interviewing or is there more to it because I only seen the interviews of the four Officers it was just that four, four on that day. Yeah, it okay. was four. Yeah, so you want to know all their names. It was um, it was Harry Dunn. Uh, God damn it. I hate when they fucking Harry Dunn, that's a horrible fucking name to uh, have. Sorry. Aqu- Aquilin- I'm going to fucking murder this guy's name. I'm sorry. Aquanillo Gunnell, um, Michael Falcone, and Daniel Hodges. Those are their names. So, And they came from different... Police department. So, uh, Dunn and Gunnell were from the Capitol Police, and Falcone and Hodges were from the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department. Hmm. Oh, bad. Well, yeah, just the fact that, like, you know, they were telling their stories, and it's like, and they they all said, like, yeah, the the black guy of the group, like, he was getting fucking racist racist slurs sped out to him, but then, like, the fact, uh, like, like, the one guy had a fucking heart attack just because of, like, how much Falcone. shit yeah. was going down. Like, he really thought he was gonna fucking die because these people were fucking rioting in the Capitol, and, like, it was like, okay, this is it. Like, you know, there's no way I can stop him. It's just us. Like, there's... Like, what the fuck am I gonna do? And he just basically panicked. Like, his heart just kind of gave out. It was too much fucking stress on his body. So, what I saw from that testimony... Well, not from... I'm sorry. Not from the testimony. It's from people who were saying that, um... If people were claiming You're calling up. him N word or whatnot, where's the video? How come there's no video of him? Uh, I don't think he had a um, a body, body cam. cam, and people were saying, "Oh, there should be," because like people were literally questioning his testimony, saying that nobody would call him, you know, the N word as an officer. I'm like, if you're in an insurrection and you're trying to storm the Capitol, of course they're gonna do that. Like, what makes you think they weren't? I'm, I'm gonna give what my- makes you think. I'm going to give you a hot take on that statement. I think that anybody that thinks that uh, people that... De- if people are questioning that he got called the N-word 
and they need video evidence to to prove that. <laughs> I, think, I, think that I think that they would definitely call them call him the N word if they were angry. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all of them. So it's just weird to me because people are saying that these people wouldn't have done it. First, they were saying they weren't Antifa, and now they're trying to say that you know nobody would call an officer of the law N word if he's in uniform. You said this guy is sitting there saying this happened to me. I was there. How are you going to tell me that this didn't happen? And three other officers backing him up. <laughs> yeah, they just, didn't, they just don't want to admit that these horrible things happened. It's like they're trying to change the narrative and saying, like, we want proof. I'm like, well, this guy's terrible testimony apparently isn't enough proof. But you guys are asking for video that this happened. It's like, well, we saw some video. Obviously, they were breaking windows and stuff. And. You guys are all talking about back to blue, but well, you, they, yeah. they killed the officers. And and they're trying to say that they're they're quote unquote crisis actors, which is like, it's an idiot's way to say that I don't understand these things and I, I have a problem with what I actually saw. You can watch uh, Falcone getting his ass whooped on video, and other officers getting beat with fucking flags, and getting their face mask torn off, getting crushed, getting crushed. You know, getting, you know, pepper spray, getting beat up, like, all that. It's all on video. But people want to say, oh, they're, they're all crisis actors. No, the fuck it wasn't. I watched it live. I was working. Oh, yeah. And I watched it live, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And so people like to, like, have, like, this revisionist history. Like, you know, you're not even a, <laughs> you're barely even a person. You know, like, you just believe it in just, like, some made-up bullshit. Your fantasy life doesn't exist. You're fucking terrible. Yeah, it's it's it, it's crazy because like some of the politicians that were inside that building still don't fucking believe it really happened. They're like, oh, people that bar- no people that danger. people that barricaded the door that were in there afterwards said that oh it didn't happen, but he was barricading the door. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, how did you you live through this event, but yet it just didn't happen? Do you have like some kind of temporary amnesia or? I don't understand. Uh, <clears throat> people are saying, like, you know, the truth is going to come out. I haven't heard anything else since that day of uh, of testimony that was heard. I don't know. I don't even know if it was testimony. It's just statements. So I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is still continuing. Is this still continuing? I hope it still continues because people were, like, the Tucker, the Tucker Carlson's of the world. He didn't get oh. his questions answered as if he was the person that's asking the questions. But, um... There are questions that still need to be answered um, that are out there as far as I'm concerned and it shouldn't just come down to four officers giving testimony. So I hope that there is more investigations that are going to be done and more evidence that is going to be found regarding, you know, January 6th. So, yeah, I'm waiting for more stuff to come. Like, obviously their their testimony was excellent, was, was a really good insight, for me anyway. Because there was some stuff that I didn't know that happened that happened and they have proof of it happening um mm. besides just testimony but i, I want there more to be done because there's, there's dangerous people out there to this day that were there that did bad things that are not arrested and uh you know we need we need to like stamp this out these these issues that we have right now are because we decided to this goes back to like the civil war Honestly, because we decided to not punish the people that committed these treasonous acts against America harshly enough. If I, I, I will always give the parallel to the Nazis in Germany 
when World War II ended, you know, Germany did, Germany did the right thing. First of all, the, they got rid of all their Nazis. They didn't fucking put up statues for them. They tore down all their Nazi bullshit. They put all their Nazi bullshit in a fucking uh, museum so people could understand, like, this happened. And they taught the way... They taught that it happened historically, factually, in school. And the people that the Nazis actually harmed, uh, they, gave them they gave them reparations. Okay? But in America, we went through this uh, similar sort of thing. And we decided to... Um, put up statues of these traitorous fucks that murdered their fellow Americans and that wanted to uphold enslaved people so they can continue to torture and rape and live off of live off of the uh, laurels of other people's labor and just erect statues for them and allow them to keep putting up their fucking bullshit flags in America and this has fostered uh, this you know white supremacy movement up until today and until America decides that we've had enough with white supremacy and the disgusting acts that were done back in the Civil War we will never fucking heal ever until there is a until we take a step back as a society and recognize that what was done in the past was wrong and that we need to expunge all this fucking bullshit from our society and teach actual history in America that what was done to black people in America. And other, there's other groups too that were obviously wrong. Like the, nat the nat natives here. They were done wrong. We, we stole all their fucking... Not we. I fucking didn't, didn't do that shit. Europeans stole all their land. They broke a bunch of treaties. And they stuck them on the shittiest fucking land that we have in America. And where's the reparations for them? You know? Same thing with, with Mexican and with Asian people. Like... This country, this country does so many fucking people wrong. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, look at Japanese internment camps. Irish. Yeah, that happened in, you know, World War Two, And people are still alive from that. And people don't give a fuck. You know? I think the only, the only rape that kind of came up is... Uh, I said it earlier, but, like, like Irish people. Like, or uh, Irish and Italians, I would say. No, no, I don't give them... I no longer give Irish and Italian people passes anymore. Because once they could pass as quote unquote white people, then nobody really cared. Like, but if you're if you don't look like a white person, if you can't pass as a white person, you got treated like shit. And you cannot equate um, enslavement to indentured servitude, because enslavement there was no possibility of you uh, paying back or getting out of enslavement until the Civil War is very small chance. There was some, but it was very small. The people that were Irish and Italian that came to America on indentured servant contracts, they could pay back their contracts and become free. Enslaved Africans could not do that. And their women were raped, their families were torn apart, so I, I, I no longer subscribe to equating Irish and Italian people to enslaved Africans. True that. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I feel like that's a whole nother podcast there, but it's getting kind of late on the West Coast. It is, and What's I'm good. Time, I... It's all good. That was on down. Right. Can we talk about something happy real quick? Like somebody please, but something can happen your note. Anything? I don't give a fuck. Give me some joy. 
Uh, I thought you had something. No, no I didn't. I'm asking you, motherfuckers, man. I, I gave the fucking okay. shitty part. Uh, all right. So, well, this is this was gonna be part of my um, uh, my outro or whatever. Not my outro, but just what I was doing. Um, Suicide Squad is out. No, oh. Suicide Squad is out <laughs> this weekend. Um, so there are two ways to watch. If you already are a subscriber of HBO Max. You can watch it with your current subscription, or you can see it in the theater. Wait, is it free yeah. with a subscription? Yes, it is free. Oh with shit! So tomorrow, I'm fucking all in. Yeah, so Thursday night or Thursday or Friday morning at twelve oh one, you'll be able to watch the film. They may switch it to where if you live, if you're on the West Coast, you can watch it at nine. I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, but but I got parent be... hours. Midnight doesn't exist except for this podcast because it's getting near midnight. <laughs> but outside of today. Like midnight, I'm not. I'm not up. <laughs> yeah, but if you're if you're up at nine, you watch it at nine. No, no, that's no, no, that's, no. Um, well, it, once it once it's on there. Well, once Friday is official, it'll be on there. I think for thirty some odd days or forty five days, one of the two, and you'll be able to watch it then. Um, it's getting extremely, really, really, really good buzz um, from critics. Uh, people that have already seen it say it's really good. It's gory. It's funny. Um, I'm interested in seeing it because it's a DCEU film. Um, I'm looking to review it next week on the podcast. So that's some that's some happiness for you. I'm not going to check it out. I'm, I'm really curious to see how they got last the last one. Mm-hmm. My favorite my favorite thing of the last one was just um, uh, God, what was the witch's name? Uh, oh, Enchantress. Yeah, Enchantress. She just I don't know why. She just, she just had something. She, there, I'm sure with the dark makeup or the evenness behind her, she just looked dirty. sexy as hell. She looked, yeah, she looked dirty as hell. But I don't know. She she just had something going. Like when she, when her like her character was just like normal girl, clean cut, whatever. I'm like, oh okay, she's basic. But she got all evil and gothic. I was like, oh shit, let me just. That's like that's like Supergirl when she uh, got red kryptonite. She was all prim and proper and then she got red kryptonite turned into like like this club hopping yeah all dressing sluttier talking shit to people i was like oh shit it's kind of hot something about about her Bad girls. the only thing that was super weird is that in the original suicide squad the enchantress was doing some stupid dance move while she's like doing some so it was like some, it was the dumbest thing. Yeah, when she was casting a spell, she's doing like the weirdest dance move. I remember watching the theater; everyone was cracking up. They're like, "What the fuck is she doing? Like, what the fuck is this?" It was so fucking bizarre. But but that was kind of weird because we had like they were literally twins in that movie, uh, with um, Harley Quinn. Like those two actresses look alike. Oh, uh, I guess. Oh, there's that that theory that her uh, and two other actresses that they all look the fucking same. So that's Carla Cara Delvane. I don't think that her and Margot Robbie look the same at all. Yeah, they look alike so, a lot. I don't think they look anywhere near each other. But Margot Robbie and Jamie Presley, on the other hand, they look like sisters. They look like freaking twins almost. But that's just me. What it's it's really funny because like on on TikTok, there's like a lot of fucking. People on there look like a lot of celebrities. Like, there's a Scarlett Johansson lookalike on there that's really good. Oh, yeah. But, oh, oh. Um, I, I thought it was on this last minute, but, like, Little Nas X, she has a new video that came out. And, um, it's called The uh, Industry. 
like there's a there's somebody in there and i was like oh shit is that jason momoa and i was like there's no way jason momoa could be in this fucking song so i looked it up and like i guess it's like a it's a impersonator or a lookalike that it, they have on there but that oh. he looked just like jason momoa i'm like holy shit you know to this day i have not seen a little Nas x video are you serious yep never seen any of them even i've, seen, I've uh, seen a bunch of his videos all that stuff i haven't seen any of them i watched uh, the video where he uh twerks on just... the devil and then i watched <laughs> I a video seen... where he is in jail twerking yeah. <laughs> with a bunch of dudes so yeah i like how he's unapologetically gay it's fucking great yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck he really doesn't. Which you and he's shouldn't. he be blasting people on Twitter too. He's like, "Oh, y'all upset that I kissed some dude." He's like, "Next time I'm gonna fuck the dude on stage." And, then she was <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, it's it's it it got to the point. It's it's so he's so much of a troll that he re-released his video for an industry because there's a scene where a bunch of guys are dancing in the showers naked, prison, and he released um <laughs> he released a new video, unrated. <laughs> oh, like, you want to see the dicks? Here you go. Oh, yeah, I did. So, so he's he's such a huge fucking troll that you you need you need to watch it because it's there's a little bit of a twist to it. <laughs> it's kind of fucking funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, he's wow. trolling people hella hard. I think it's funny. Okay, so, oh, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this real quick. So I was talking about the whole Margaret uh, Margot Robbie thing. And like, there's literally a BuzzFeed thing of like actresses <laughs> yeah. that all fucking look alike. And it's like, holy shit! Like, which one of these is Margot Robbie? I guess is that her? <laughs> is that her? Fuck it! I can't see the pictures are all weird. Oh uh, yeah, it, it it's it's fucking funny, dude. They they all I it, I couldn't pick these girls out of a lineup. It's like pick which one is Margot Robbie. I'm like I don't know. Fuck I I, I don't fucking know. Like I know this girl, she's from uh, that one TV show. But yeah, holy shit, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out who's who in this one. Is That's there a list of who's in here? Nope, uh, it doesn't say. Probably not. So it says this photo contains one photo of Jamie Presley and 19 photos of Margaret Robbie. Holy oh, shit. okay. So. <laughs> okay. I would say. Jamie. Jamie Presley, I think, is at the bottom. Yeah, Jamie is Presley third. is second. Yeah, that's Jamie Presley. That's fucking funny. I thought they were all the same fucking person. Or I thought they were different people, but like that's that's how bad it was. I thought they were all different people. That's hilarious. Alright, let's uh let's wrap it up. Wrap it up? Alright. Uh oh ninja, what you got populating, crackulating, what you doing this week to the next podcast? So, like I said, I I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad this weekend. Um plan on watching that giving my review next week um it's been still pretty warm in the bay so i'm going to be going um, no it's not that hot no, you're, not bre- you're breaking up yeah you're breaking up oh. i was like oh oh sorry another variant uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a, yeah i'm a phase shifting at the moment um so uh i bought some celebrity liquor so I bought the Rocks liquor, which is Terramana. So I'm going to try it out um, this week. And then uh, I bought, what is it, uh, George Clooney's tequila, the Casamigos. Ah, I have that. So, yeah, I'm going to try some of those this weekend. I'm uh, going to be, I guess, tequila tasting a little bit. And 
just uh, kind of relaxing. I'm probably definitely going to be limiting my interaction with people, so I'll be home a lot more, except for the, my beach day, because it was kind of already planned out. So, yeah, that's kind of about it. Cool, cool, cool. All right, uh, Cronus, what you got going on this week? I mean, I probably have to take uh, pretty much all next week off, so me and little Riley will probably, might do some fucking yard work. <laughs> You're going to put it to work? God dang. I mean, yeah. That's, that's what you do with <laughs> kids, right? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, like, my front yard and my back, my backyard is fucking terrible. It's just, it's still, except for the infinity base, which is awesome. Um, but the backyard is just, is basically dirt and bullshit. But the front yard needs some work, too, so I, I need to transfer, like, a bunch of rocks from the front yard to the backyard to level it off and then put artificial turf in the backyard. But, yeah, I'll probably have, uh, probably have a little Riley help me with moving, moving rocks. And then maybe make uh, Big Rocks and Little Rocks if she gets in trouble. I'm just saying. <laughs> Jackson. Jackson shit. No, no, no. But I mean, I, I want to, like, uh, make the front yard and backyard look better. So might as well start on it, you know, on my own my own terms. And I have five days to get at least some shit done so I can at least move some shit around, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, besides that... Uh, yeah, I mean, life is kind of on hold until the family gets gets better, and hopefully I don't get sick. I feel fine right now, so that's all I got. Right on. All right, cool. Uh, for myself, a uh, little bash. Our sweetest, uh, she went back to work today, and so I took my... my. So in California, you get eight weeks for parental leave, so I'm taking my, my, my two months, the whole fucking whole time i'm like i didn't do like one month of thing but uh yeah so just me and baby bash today and like you know just hanging out with him i was trying to figure out like what can i do like i'm watching like different kind of videos and tutorials like oh you can do these activities and such with this month's old baby so just having him around just playing with them is kind of cool um we actually upgraded his bed so he's no longer in a little bassinet so he has his own we we skipped the whole fucking crib we went straight to a goddamn bed so he has his own fucking twin size bed and if you're if you know about monastery like you know the whole monastery thing it's like you know the kids sleep in the bed on the floor and so he has his own bed it's 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 on the floor but like the kid because in his bath today he would he would rotate in his in his bed like a goddamn clock like it's, it's so funny because like the first night like he started off at like six o'clock and like he would go around to like nine o'clock twelve o'clock like he just rotated in the bed it was fucking funny to watch and it's funny because in the morning he woke up back at the normal start time, which is fucking funny as hell. Um, but no, it's just, it's just fucking funny to watch him do that. But uh, yeah, just watching him grow and like trying to figure out different activities to do with him. But um, yeah, I, oh man, it's just just crazy just figuring out what to do with the kid. But um, the sweetest and I are we're trying to plan our first date night, but we're because ooh sexy time. Yeah, we're trying to get Bash a little sister. No, just, no um, <laughs> back when back when Kobe first hit, we bought tickets to the the Sky Wheel in San Francisco. And when Kobe hit, like that shit was canceled, so we lost our thing. So we we're trying to figure out a new time to do that. But um, yeah, just doing that. I'm I'm trying to do some training while little Bash is sleeping. Kind of do some home improvement, some self improvement type stuff. But um, yeah, just just fucking. Doing doing the best I can, basically what I'm doing this week. This week, 
Uh, but with that being said, uh, we need to take us out of here. Wait, hold on, real quick. My birthday's in two weeks. Actually, oh shit, that's right. Oh a little, shit, a little less than that, but yeah, I'm turning older. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I'm turning one year older. <laughs> you might. So my four year, my four year anniversary is coming up too, which is fucking crazy. Mm. Is that on the same day? Damn, it's close to the same day. I know that. Yeah. The twenty fourth. It's 24th close. The twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I remember, dude. Your wedding was actually. I'm very proud, very thankful of being a part of that, even though it was a. Uh, not something I normally have been to, but it was still like hella people were there. It was great. We had it. Oh, the restaurant was awesome. Epic. It was great. The restaurant was epic. Yeah. yeah. The restaurant was literally epic. <laughs> and the day was epic. It was great. It was a lot of fun. It was great. Well, what's kind of cool about everything too is that like there wasn't a, there wasn't really that many people. Our headcount was only like 50, 50 people total. Really? Yeah. That's a lot. It felt like there was a good amount oh. of people. I liked how you had your uh, guys had your own menu of drinks. That was mm-hmm. awesome. This is pretty awesome. Anyway, <clears throat> wait, you just wait. Wait, wait. okay. Um, funny story is that like the bill for everything, it was literally a hundred dollars a person for food, only for food. The drinks that was a whole different thing. Of course, drinks yeah. are always a whole different thing. Yeah, every time. That's a lot of money. Yeah, for fifty people. <laughs> you wonder why I'm not getting married. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's still on the cheaper end because, like, weddings can be like tens of dollars. Weddings can hit millions. Are you kidding? Millions on palm millions. Well, all right, let's get out of here. You just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. 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 The Dankest Podcast on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everywhere you can listen to podcasts with. B then B T I B T H A N B T I, everywhere on the internet. Uh, we're on social media too. Look for us, B then B T I or Black and Black Times Infinity. We'll come up one way, anyway, either way. Check out our official website, BenHeadProductions.com forward slash B then B T I, and then we have an email. You can email us your reviews or whatever if you don't want to like see your stuff on social media. Um, B then B T I at gmail.com. Um, if you want to be invited to the Discord, email us. We'll let you. We'll, you know, sneak you up in there. See what's going on. See what's good. Yep. All right, y'all. About the peace. <laughs> <laughs>